This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you write one successful book about punk rock and cocktails, what do you do? You write another one. Author Jesse Hubbard and good friend of Whiskey Business tonight. Hi, I'm Dino Tripodis, and welcome to Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. You know, fellas, uh, I, I write, I, I labor yes. over yeah. my words. Yeah, you do. I have. Mm-hmm. There's, I've said this before, there's volumes of material mm-hmm. upstairs. Yeah. Uh, an unpublished novel that I just don't think... The tortured, been, uh, tortured, uh, right, yeah, yeah. the right. tortured writer. I've published, yeah. I published short stories, I've published a, uh, a holiday mm-hmm. cocktail book a thousand yeah. years ago, which when I look at it now, I go... Mm. You write movie scripts? My movie scripts. Oh. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then you know, you, you come across uh, somebody like Jesse Hubbard, who will be joining us here in just a little bit, uh, who is... Uh, I, I he was he's he's one of those jack of all trades that's actually good mm-hmm. at all of the trades yeah, yes. that he does. You know, you heard that expression, jack jack of all trades, master of none. No, right? Yeah, not no. Ever. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. he's union. He knows how to work the equipment. He, he knows how to do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he to do he's going to get he, uh, film uh, production credits on this episode. Of probably. Yeah, 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 before yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. said, he can add right. that to his resume. My headroom is good. He says. I mean, so he's he's been with us as our favorite bartender extraordinaire. <laughs> he's made cocktails for the for us for us. He's part of our Halloween show. Yep. He's probably, I think he might be the the guest with the most appearances now on Whiskey Business. Five? Uh, yeah. I think he, five. Maybe. He might be, he might be going up against. Six? against so. uh, yeah, higher. I mean, he's been in like, uh, he's, I, I've lost track. But Damn. one of them in particular was when he first put out Punk Rock right. and Cocktails, Volume 1. And so, you know, he could probably... He could have rested on those laurels. Sure. Right. One right? book, move on. One book, move right. on. But no, it was successful. So he decided to make that lightning strike in the same bottle twice. And tonight we'll be talking to Jesse volume about this two. one. Punk Rock and Cocktails, Volume 2. Hold that lower, Dean. Hold it lower. lower there you go. go. Ooh, lower. Nice. There you go. Uh, yeah. Then, How's it look, Jesse? How's it look okay, to you, Jesse? Yeah, yeah. So, he's the so, assistant camera today. Uh, we'll be talking to him about Gaffer this book and boy, just Gaffer catching boy. up with him in, in general about a lot of things because he's one of our favorite people and mm-hmm. one of our favorite guests. But this will be the highlight. And he's not on just yet because we have a couple of highlights to discuss beforehand. It's a um, big day. Uh, Greg Hansberry, John Whitney over there, Chip Cosell. Absent tonight. Uh, he is. Uh, he, I got a new nickname for Chip. Yeah. By the this way, is a good name. Uh, I'm gonna start calling him Slow Ride. Slow Ride. Because take it easy. He's at what apparently is an annual thing, uh, an anniversary thing of Fog Hat. I guess he goes to see Fog Hat every year. I, I I was under that impression. I don't know. I didn't know or they whenever, toured every whenever, year. Whenever possible, with he sees Fog Hat. But uh, he's at his anniversary yeah. it's his celebration. Yeah, it's seeing Foghat. <laughs> so I've it, seen Foghat before. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, 
you know, fun. If, if I yeah. did, if I did, I don't remember because that's I would have seen. Right. I would have seen them when they were like, you know, number yeah. one. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I, I kind of envision like a, a Spinal Tap type of type of a thing where they still yeah. like no, dress the man. part, like they're you know. Oh, I'm sure they still dress. Yeah, the part. They, and they still have the mustaches. Yeah, it was about everything. ten years ago for me, and there was like it was like a time machine. Yeah, 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 anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chip, slow ride Cassell. <laughs> slow ride. <laughs> I love you, Chippy. His yeah. wife would probably say, no, not so much. Not so much. Quick trip. <laughs> Chippy, uh, quick trip. <laughs> I also, I, I also, I'm trying to move on. I also wanted to, to mention something that was kind of cool. I, I, I came across uh, a website on Feedspot. Uh, there's a thousand different things out there yeah. with the 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 50 best, the 100 best, and so forth and so on. Uh, but in this particular uh, 50 best, it was the 50 best whiskey podcasts in the world. The world. In the world. That's right. Global. Global. Yes. And uh, I we, Whiskey Business is at 38. Is it still at 38 right now? It's at 38. I just checked. Holding steady. Because it was it was like, uh, what was it, 28? It was. Tw- we, yeah, well, we were up at 28. We dropped a little bit. Well, you know. But we haven't been. I blame the have, guys at Echo. They, they update it every, all, yeah. every month. They we, haven't been, we haven't been putting out yeah. <laughs> on yeah. a regular basis. We'll get back up there. <laughs> yeah. Soon, yeah. But still, to be in the top 50 whiskey podcasts yeah. in, the, in the world. I mean, there's a lot of whiskey podcasts out there. That's so awesome. Kudos, boys. Well yeah. done. Thank you. Thank, thank you. And thank you, listeners. Right. You and thank, but thank you guys because uh, you know I can't do it without you guys. So yeah, fully that worth, reminds yeah. me, how can they? Uh, how can they subscribe and stuff? To yeah, oh, do a little business. A nice little segue into the business. Well, thanks for, to, uh, for subscribing on all your favorite podcast apps. We're on all of them. Make sure you uh, hit the uh, like. And subscribe button, rate us and review us if it's uh, possible. I know iTunes does that. Share whiskey business with all your friends. Uh, it's it's a grassroots type of a type of a thing. Uh, social media, in, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Are we on Twitter anymore or, or X or whatever the hell? It's uh, you called? know what? I I I know that there's an account there, but I can't can't seem to get to it. Okay, that's Jesse's. Right we can't there. figure out how to log in. All right. Well, maybe or maybe we're not on X or whatever it's called anymore. Uh, but we, we are. are uh, we are on YouTube, Whiskey Business yeah, with Dino Stropotis. Mm-hmm. Yes, in Instagram. Uh, but on YouTube, go ahead and smash that subscribe button Smurf. right there. You get a notification every time uh, we get a uh, a new video. Yeah. Um, which is cool, and I'm, we're, I'm sure we're about to talk about it. But we're gonna have a bunch of new short videos popping up very shortly. WhiskeyBusinessPod.com, EvergreenPodcasts.com. They're our parent company. Um, that's it. Share the love. Good Thank job. you. Yeah, you did all right. That was good. Except uh, for the burp. I, our guest bottle tonight. Uh, we've had some Willet products on before, but never the <laughs> the Willet Straight Rye Whiskey. This is the Family Estate bottle, Ooh. small batch rye. Yes, and uh, it for a special as a bottle is. It's not that super expensive. It ranges it ranges between seventy five and ninety nine dollars a bottle, depending on. Where you get it? The rye. Uh, this one. Oh, that one. this one in my hand right now. And yes. that's different than like the rye, regular rye. It's like fifty bucks for the regular rye. Yeah, and there's the and then there's the I Dream of Genie bottle. That's right. a whole other yeah, whiskey that's, entirely. That's just but the you know I've been corn. you know you know me I don't uh, hold great. on to them, but I like to crack them open when they're special occasions. Jesse Hubbard's here tonight. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get more special than that. 
And we have another reason to celebrate (laughs) because um, you may have seen some small little teases uh, and some small posts. Johnny is nervous. Johnny is. I love that, by the way. (laughs) That was was absolutely hysterical. And it was just a big old vat of something cooking that what was cooking in that was our whiskey. Um, Many thanks to Joe Bittinger and Nicole Sharoff. Nicole. Who's Nicole? Nicole? Who's Nicole? His, his girlfriend. Know, she sounds hot. Yeah, she yeah. does. <laughs> she looks anything like Nikhil. <laughs> Nikhil. <laughs> Long black hair. Uh, from Echo. Facial hair. From Echo Spirits. Yes. Uh, they, we talked about it for years, and we finally got off our asses and did yeah. something about it. They are helping us mm-hmm. create our own bourbon, a yes. four-grain bourbon. Blue corn, rye, wheat, malted barley. Uh, the numbers escape me at the moment, but I know it's got a high rye content. Well, at least fifty-one percent. Fifty-one corn, yeah, but yeah, I think it's at fifty-two. I think the corn. It's like seven percent of the of the uh, uh, the lowest. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's something. I don't know. The math escapes me at the moment. Yeah. But um, yeah, Doesn't we matter. we came up with the mash bill and. Uh, we, we we put in a hard day's work. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, hey, come on over and like dump the stuff in. I thought it was going to be, you yeah, know, dump the stuff. Oh, maybe bags? we'll be back it in was 20 like minutes. 40 or 50 bags. It's, yeah. It was like, I and they're all 50. 50 pound Total. bags. 50 pound bags of, of, of all the grains. Yeah. And uh, today, uh, as, a, as of this podcast, yeah. uh, we had our first distillation. We had mm-hmm. some of the some of the white doll, yeah. if mm-hmm. you will. Very good. And I'm not saying this. Yeah, you'll watch the when Johnny puts the videos out. You'll see the look on my face is sincere. You know, I I was totally prepared to maybe do a spit take if it tasted like no, shit. No, no, no. But it the the it was, the rye and the blue corn. It's really sweet. It's it was really good. really good. I mean, it was hot as hell. It was coming out at one sixty straight down to my yeah, stomach. Yeah, one sixty. Sure. I mean, it's it definitely you know nothing that uh, spitting fire, bro. Yeah. But there would be there would be if you were to just bottle that. As some shine, oh my would, god! Uh, people would eat that and go blind. And go yeah, blind. I was I was having trouble seeing as yeah. I was driving home. Actually, but, I only had one. It's but crazy. it's promising. It's, what it is, it's, I'll edit it's, that out. It's a <laughs> it's a liquor promise of what's still to come. Yes, yes. So hopefully, we're, we're very excited. Johnny will have uh, videos of our progress with that as we continue. If there's on. any left, that's what we're joking. Yeah. We're gonna go back, you yeah, know, every week and try. Oh, we need to try it now. We need to try more. Here's we need to try more. And here, by the time it's I, I two years, a there it is. We'll get Jesse to try some. We'll the white dog. Get a straw full out of this for you, Jesse, so you can yeah. give it a. Uh, let let your exquisite palate yeah. chime in on on what you think we're awesome. we're looking forward to. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm exaggerating, but yeah. So the videos, I, the first one will come out next week. Yeah, and it'll be about us uh, basically making the the, the uh, pouring all the stuff into the vat and cooking all the mash. That'll be the first installment. The second one will be about awesome. uh, tasting the white dog. Yeah. So the videos would be somewhere around maybe five minutes long. And yeah. we'll put the audio out as well. And uh, they should be fun. They should be fun. And then uh, yeah. and then we go to the cooperage and pick a, a white oak barrel, yeah. discuss uh, yep. the char and toast mm-hmm. levels mm-hmm. of what we want to do. And then we put it in there and we wait for at least two years. I want to strap uh, the barrel onto a Vespa and have you going down the road on a Vespa with the barrel strapped on the back of that thing. 
That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Be sure you film my death at the same time <laughs> <laughs> because that sounds inevitable. <laughs> it's sloshing around. Which will make the whiskey even that much more special. That's right. Yeah, this whiskey he, is... He, he made this whiskey. He died for this whiskey. That's right. <laughs> Just the empty barrel. It's been be driving clear. around in a Vespa non-stop for the past two years. You know, it'd be like oceans. Right, uh, what yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Except it would be Vespas. Yeah. Jefferson Reserve or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's definitely something since we started this podcast that's been that 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 yeah. got put on the, on my bucket list. I mean, yeah. we've we've had the pleasure of selecting yeah. a barrel mm-hmm. at Watershed. Yeah. That was cool. That sold out. Mm-hmm. We did a fine job with that. I've had the pleasure of selecting barrels for the state of Ohio. Love that. But to make a whiskey mm-hmm. from the ground up, literally, literally, yeah, yeah. pretty special. Yeah, pretty special. That's fun. Who the, the intern? What did she tell us today? That was the the best day ever because she'd have to lift one bag. Yeah, she'd have yeah. to lift one bag. Lillian. 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 Yeah, she she's went great. to uh, Rose Holman Institute yeah, yeah. of Technology. Yeah, uh, she's she's, she's a, awesome. She's smarter than all of us put together. All of us put together. No, no beer pong, I guess. Yeah, she says. Yeah, I was like college, uh, so college no. beer pong. College. No, yeah, uh, they no, had beer pong, but it's like it was so exact that the the ping pong ball went to the cup every time yeah because it was mathematically deduced exactly yeah, where to hit it it's at what velocity and speed it's probably those bank shot ones where you gotta hit a bank <laughs> bank 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 in <laughs> so nobody gets drunk yeah <laughs> funny no uh, she's great they're all great at, at echo and we look forward mm-hmm. to something really special which also gives us a reason to live that's true <laughs> for a couple more years that's what I it said. It gives us a reason to hang around for two more years. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 For sure. Because uh, you know, and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be morbid, but I don't, and including mm. myself, I don't want to say when when it comes out, we like to dedicate this whiskey to fill in the blank here. Yeah. That's <laughs> because, right. You know, I'm sure he would have loved it. You know, I don't yeah. want to even say who. But, we, we, maybe I mean, we could plan a release party the funeral all me, at once, you know? Yeah, yeah just right? Boom, boom. Uh, Who, whoever if, dies first, their name goes on the barrel. If, oh, if it's, if it, don't, give me, don't give me any, <laughs> any reason. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Okay. Dude, if, it, if, it's, if it's me, you got to have the release party the same day as my funeral. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. So you better live two more years because yeah. it won't be bourbon. I'll try and time it out. Okay. Yeah, well, even if I die before that, you still got to wait. That's oh, that's true. You can have a celebration of strife. That's right. You're not oh, you're you're not you're not you're not Orthodox Jewish, which means you don't have to go in the next no, day. No, no. You're good. We can save. We we'll put you on ice for a while. Well, you could just. Uh, I planned on being cremated anyway. We could put, put you in a barrel. Oh, and put that, that in the Oh my God! Oh my God! God. We we those ashes. We oh just cracked God. the code, bro. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm so excited. Now I got to die. <laughs> it's going to be sad and exciting all at once. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I joke and I laugh, but I'm also like of the age of like, eh, don't push it, buddy. Don't quit poking the tiger. Quit poking the tiger. So then this ends up being one of those videos that he, he predicted yeah. his ominous yeah. passing yeah. 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 with That's laughter true. and giddiness. Much like Nostradamus. Yes, on Whiskey Business. <laughs> so there, I, I, there, there, I got this all out for Very anybody good. if that happens. There you go. Uh, not that anybody would give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> all six of us who listen. <laughs> exactly, right? Uh, self-deprecation. It's what we do. That's right. Uh, let's, 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 let's move on. Let's, move <laughs> on. <laughs> let's get let's the reason go. we got Jesse Hubbard is back yeah. on the whiskey, whiskey business. 
Uh, thank you for being patient. Also, thank you, Gatto's Pizza, by yeah, the way. Gotta get a Gatto's. Gotta get a Gatto's. Gotta get a pizza. You gotta get a Gatto's uh, on Indianola Avenue. They've moved. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes, they have. Uh huh. There they are, right there. Gatto's Pizza. What, what did we get today? Since 1952. Did we get the sausage? We got, we got a pepperoni sausage and oh, banana yeah. pepper. And then we have just the regular pepperoni, the medium mm. ones. They do and, like the real thick sausage. I got so patties. excited because, you know, it's like uh, Whitney reminded me, got to get a Gatto's. And I'm like, cool, because, uh, you know, well, pizza, Jesse will be here. And we'll have pizza with Jesse. And I'm we love like, eating pizza with Jesse. And then, like, Jesse has some pizza. And I find <laughs> out after like a thousand appearances on Whiskey Business that you can't eat cheese? No. You poor bastard. Yeah, I know. All, you've had uh, Gatto's at least a couple times when I've been here. And. <laughs> And I was thinking about that when I was off to the side there when you guys were doing your intro. I, I think I, the last time I just scraped the cheese off and it, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know what I mean? I think, yeah. I think he was here. So oh, was the like, actual. Yeah. Uh, the, dad, the dad of the owner yeah, was here. Yeah, I was like, yeah, uh, you okay. know, I'm just going to eat yeah, it. So, you know. Uh, but I'll, I wanted to mention uh, before we got too far away from it, I was looking it up while you guys were on here a minute ago. Only one original member in Foghat left. Oh, nice. There, but it counts. Drummer. It still counts. Still it's, counts. Drummer. Roger Earl or Earl Roger or whatever. Yeah, I have no Thanks, idea. Man. He's the only he's played with every lineup of Fog Hat. Does he? He owns the uh, name and name apparently so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, apparently yeah, apparently so. Well, anyway, good for him. Man. Fun trivia. Fun, Fun trivia. trivia. I, was, I was curious myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've been around. Thanks, buddy. For a minute, they have. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, while we're we're serving up some Gatto's pizza, um, let's uh, let's raise a glass and yeah. welcome back uh, Jesse Hubbard, dude. Salute. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a pleasure to have you, especially when you got something cool to talk about. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I, I was I was kind of kidding a little bit, but then also very serious. I think it's amazing that on the heels of Punk Rock and Cocktails Volume One, which by the way is my favorite uh, uh, coffee table book. It's actually you do a have coffee a coffee table. Yeah, it awesome. really is. It's on there, right? There. And I can vouch that he didn't just put it out this afternoon. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's out all the time. It's, it's a great conversation piece, and people people leaf through it all the time. That's awesome. Yeah, makes me happy I, to hear that. And, uh, yeah, so now I, I got bookends. I can put this one on the yes, other sir. side. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, my daughter is going to dig this book for sure. She yeah. loved. The, she loved the first one. Oh, that's and, awesome. Because yeah. she she runs a rock and roll club in uh, New York City. Yeah, I met her. I think over the holidays. Yeah, Arlene's Grocery, yeah, yeah. and and she gets all kind of very diverse acts into that place That's uh cool. um was it uh, marcy's playground was in there recently yeah they were they were going back in the studio they were going back in the studio and they wanted to kind of you know get, get out and play and, yeah. and they and they, and they and i think they had that on cassette single it's cool though yeah it is cool this is it two years after the acclaimed first installment two years really yeah because it seemed like it just like you just bounced back like even quicker than that. Yeah, I, took okay. my, I took my time with this, just yeah. kind of like leisurely route. Uh, punk rock and cocktails of volume two. Uh, twenty different bands, twenty brand new craft cocktails, and there's a couple that I, I want to examine a little deeper because I just you know when I see the the name of a cocktail, like okay, I gotta try that one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's like the name uh, of an album, kind of. And the stories about some of the most loved and accomplished bands in punk rock and beyond. And it, it is punk rock and beyond because. Uh, I noticed that, that uh, you got Shooter Jennings in here. Yeah. 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 Who I have referred to as, uh, he's like punk rock and cowboy boots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like him and his dad running kind of that like similar 
you know, line of anti-authority, you know, do what you think is right, so on and so forth. Very similar ideals to uh, punk rock and outlaw country, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's let me let me get this out of the way early because yeah. we always do it late, and okay. sometimes people. Well, let's. How do people get it? Right off the bat, if they wanted, um, it, if they wanted it, like, like, so they could stop right listening now. to the episode. Yeah. Not <laughs> but, but they wanted to get it because now we're going to we got some got cool it. things to talk about. So, right, right, right. Um, I have them for uh, sale on my website, SaintRussellProductions.com, and uh, you can get signed copies there if you're so inclined to have me scribble my name on it. Ooh. Be happy to do that for you. They're also available on Amazon, uh, but I'm going to tell you a secret. I can uh, put them a little cheaper on my website than uh, Amazon. But, uh, you heard it here first. Couple dollars cheaper. Actually, I don't think I've been probably not supposed to tell people that, but (laughs) I think it's a whiskey business exclusive. You get it cheaper and signed from my website. I don't think think Jeff Bezos is somewhere going like (laughs) Jesse Hubbard, Bezos, bastard, Hubbard. He's gonna bring him down two dollars at a time. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not taking on Amazon with this. I'm really not trying to. Trying to make a few bucks. Sorry, Jeff. But it is available on Amazon. It's on Amazon, yeah. Um, You can get... The main reason it's on Amazon (laughs) is for anybody overseas that wants to buy a copy. It's The shipping is just astronomical for me to do that on my own. But anybody in the U.S., which I assume... um, You probably have listeners overseas as well, but... Uh, Anybody in the U.S. that wants to buy a copy... We do. We have some people Go to strusselproductions.com. We do have people. Russia, Germany. Russia, Germany. So if you're in the the good old U.S. of A, go to my website... One, one guy in London. If you're the guy in London and you're interested in it. Transylvania. Uh, Amazon, probably. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, Jesse's still there. Right. No, just keep on. Keep on. So, <laughs> you, do punk rock, you do Punk Rock and Cocktails Volume 1. Yes, sir. All right, yes. you get it done. Yes. Successful. I mean, it's, it's an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Like, whoo. Yeah. Man, I can't believe I pulled this off. Right. I, I, I got to do two things that I really love and put them together in a book that's and amazing that you got interviews with all these bands in in volume 1 then where the was there was volume 2 like i'm not done or like there was a chance to do more or did you just say i want to do more it's like it was both um you know the interesting thing is and we, you and i have talked about this before both on and off air uh you know trying to like find your voice as a writer and stuff. And mm-hmm. This is the first time I've ever, you know, I've written articles for like small publications and stuff, but first time I ever attempted anything of this magnitude. And, uh, you know, there was no shortage of bands that I can include. And there was more than enough bands that I wanted for the first one, but it's all about reaching out to them, getting them to sign off on it. So all of these albums in both volume one and two are some of my favorite albums. It's not necessarily in an order of like the first 20 or my first 20 favorite second. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And it, there are, there were some, some, uh, I guess like bucket list bands that I really wanted to get for it. So as time went on, that became available. Getting to know a few of the artists here and there through this process, introduced me to other people, made that possible, right? Uh, And I felt much more comfortable about where I wanted the book to go. So the first one, I I really kind of found myself like, okay, I'm gonna gear this as a cocktail book. I wanna make a cocktail book. You know, as I've said before, how do I get, what's the hook, right? What's the hook? And it's like, okay, people might not know me, but they're into these bands and that could be a cool connection. Well, the second time around, I approach it a little differently. And I don't know if it reads that way or not. I think it might, but I look at it more of a book about music first and foremost, because I really enjoyed my favorite part of it was ultimately sharing these stories. Uh, it's not a bio about the bands, they're personal stories about my connection, why they matter, I think to me and on a greater scale. Right. 
So I wanted to write it with that in mind. I'm going to write these stories and pay tribute to these bands and these albums with a cocktail. Seems like a small thing, but it really changed my approach on how I wrote the book the second time around. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, you got you did you have to get to sign off yeah, on it, right? Yeah, I mean, technically, you know, as I was found it, out through the process, it's like you don't have to, uh, but it's a good idea to. Yeah. And I really wanted the bands to be on board. It's important to me. Was it easier the second time around? Um, Since you had the first one out there and yeah. it was, there was something like they go, well, you know, they could look it up and they go, oh, this guy's for real. It was because, uh, you know, exa- that's exactly what it was. And in some capacity, it was either the full band or a member of the band or the record label or management or somebody from the camp would sign off. And it was pretty cool. A couple times I'd be talking to somebody from one of the record labels who owned the album art. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I've heard of this. And I was like, mm, awesome. Tight. Great. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, because they heard of the first one. So and it was just like, yeah, let me reach out to so-and-so and then I'll get back to you. And then bada-bing, bada-bang, bada-boom. Sweet. There it is. There it you is. know, it was really cool. It, it, well, and I'm not not to oversimplify it, but sometimes it's just getting off your ass and making a couple email calls or emails. And it and you realize this is a, 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 a more connected community than you think it is. Well, it really is. And in the first one, I, you know, just years of working in radio and doing things in the music industry, I kind of rested on uh, my connections for that for the first time. And this one... Um, so many of these people I didn't know, with the exception of a few. Um, so it was just kind of establishing those relationships or somebody from the first book recommending me uh, to one of the musicians in the second book. So it was, uh, it was, it's a, it's a time-consuming process, to your point, Hansberry. Uh, but it's really cool whenever somebody can say, yeah, like we're into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's awesome. You know? uh, one of my favorite features, too, it's the uh, exact same sh- shape and dimensions of a vinyl record. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. very cool. So yeah, it's an interesting thing. I had a... Uh, and I'm really happy with the publisher that I have, and they're great, and they do great work. Um, you know, but they're Columbus-based, and uh, not as big as some of the other ones that are out there, just facts. I did have a couple pretty large uh, publishers uh, reach out to me with interest in the book, but a sticking point on both of those with them was they wanted to change the shape of the book, and I just uh-huh. didn't want to do that. No way, man. I thought that's one of the cool things They wanted to change it. the shape of the book, too. Just a, a more regular, traditional book that would fit in a shelf. They didn't want it to be a coffee table book. They wanted it to be more of like uh, just kind of slide into the thing. This is punk rock. That's what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> no, what? but it's one of those things where I'm just so passionate <laughs> about it, and it just changed. It would change too much about what I wanted it to be. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. Kind of, you know, we're joking about it, but that's kind of the idea. I'm like, you know what? Like, it is punk rock, and I'm not going to like sell out. You know, I yeah. mean, it's already like it's on Amazon, so there's already a level of that anyway. No, but, well, you, you know, gotta, you gotta, being on Amazon is not selling <laughs> your fucking undercut. Being on Bezos. Amazon, is, let's face it, I mean, it's a necessary thing. It's yeah. necessary, but I, it had to be the size of a record for me. That was one of the, the most consistent pieces of feedback that I got from people was it's how just, they love that it was the size of a record. It's awesome. If you do a volume three, you need to do like a center page fold out, like a, like a record uh, or like a poster back in the day. <laughs> you know, but, Not a play. You know, he means a, like a, I know what you, I know. Like an mean. album would have like posters yeah. that you fold right. out. Right. Like a playboy. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like a playboy. He's a pinup. The pinup of. Just uh, me. Just <laughs> Not my first choice. I, I love you. <laughs> I love you to death, but not my first Just choice. Just and records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like George Costanza, but with records all over your body. <laughs> Sells taint on the third copy. Uh, third edition for some reason. So, so yeah. you mentioned early on, I said, this, this, these aren't necessarily bios and interviews with the bands. These are how some of the bands affected in, 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 yeah, in your life and how what they meant to you. What they meant to me and then in just the... the the punk scene and the music community as a whole, you know, it just, they're fun little stories that, you know, I, 
I, uh, sure, you can go online and find the album art, but what you can't find is the album art with somebody who loves music so much and can share these very right. personal stories and have a freaking cool cocktail with it. it well, yeah. right, and that's the other hook, too, is you, as a cocktailist, don't, oh, don't ever say that again. Uh, you, <laughs> it's what did you call him? A cocktailist. Yeah. Cocktail uh, mixologist combined. It's a nope. cocktailist. Nope. Don't nope. care for oh. it. Don't care for it either. I thought, <laughs> there was like a, I thought that was a male version of a gynecologist, hate it. actually. Don't no, hate don't. it. So that's not going to nope. catch I, up. I don't have his expertise, but I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> uh, all right. I rethink that. Regardless, the cocktails are very thoughtful as well. I mean, I, I know you're kind of glossing over this a little bit, but they... They God, are thought, you know, <laughs> you have to go do it with the records. Oh, oh I, I certainly, uh, I don't mean to gloss over. Like, I, I put a lot of time and effort in the cocktails, and, and I changed my approach to that a little bit. In the first book, I, I kind of made cocktails the way I thought that somebody uh, who had a cocktail book would want them to be. You know, if I buy a cocktail book, and, they, right. and, and looking back, and I'm like, some of them were maybe a little pretentious. You know, and I didn't mean for him to be, but I just was trying to. I didn't know what I was doing yet. I was trying to find my voice. Right, right? that's so, what you do. Yeah, so, that's I mean, yeah, you think. I know, you, but you make amazing cocktails. Yeah. So if they're a little, if they're, if you consider them to be slightly pretentious, isn't that what the craft cocktails are yeah, in general? Anyway, just, they're, maybe, they're pretty pretentious. You're, you're right, and I guess that's just not genre who I am. And I just wanted them to be a little bit more approachable for people because, you know, cardamom seeds. Uh, yeah, for everybody. The, my intent for this wasn't ever for other bartenders to get the book it's for people who like wanted to make the drinks at home and listen to the records to buy the book and that's who my audience was and i would have people reaching out and saying you know like i don't know what this is and i'm like yeah maybe it's a little bit some of this stuff is just a little bit too you know like pinkies up kind of stuff so let's, yeah. let's bring it down a little bit and make it more approachable still really good well-crafted cocktails but i think yeah you know stuff that people can replicate easily, easily. because i i be love original. i love yeah. papa never heard the cool this drink but i could i don't know if i could make it my, I don't know if I have the skill set. What, what are the ingredients? Uh, two ounces of Woodford Reserve. You got that? Got that. No point. Uh, <laughs> 0.5 ounces Check. of sunflower seed. Orgeet? Orgeat. Orgeat. Yeah, Orgeat. I mean, that's, that's probably like as. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what, is, what, what is that? What is <laughs> what that? What are you doing? What is that, you pretentious that's son not, of a bitch? That's not <laughs> So, so you, usually it's an almond syrup, but. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing about craft cocktails is punk rock. That's why it's like it's fun to bring the worlds together. You know what I mean? It should be that's like a, syrup with a, nails soaked in them. But okay, this, this, this but, is where the dumb in whiskey business comes out. I, how'd you say it? Orja. Orja. So, yeah. How would you read that? Orgate. 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 Yeah, yeah. Go, or, go to or, the Orgate. Yeah, oh, you left out an R. I think it's supposed to be or great. There's one you're going to like in there. Go to the Agnostic Front cocktail. I forget what page it is. I saw that. I just came across. Go that. to that. That is. That was pretty simple. No, I think it's toward the back, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, toward the back. Yeah, towards the, the back, back. But I can't I remember. Saw that. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. was. I think that's my favorite one in the book. The agnostic, where you don't know if you like it or not. No, no. <laughs> agnostic front is the, the New York hardcore band. Uh, so but yeah, the cocktail, the, the classic. When you when you see you see something and you go to look for it, you can't find right. it. Right. Yeah. Uh, of course. Sure keep talking. This, keep this talking. is this is a true outlier in the book of craft cocktails, but I feel. I felt that it was truly fitting of the band. And if you know them, they're just Italian, New York. Like, is there an index? Guys. Do you know? There is. That's what I thought he was going for. There you there go. You just passed it. You just passed it. Yeah. You just passed it. There it is. Agnostic Front, <laughs> Victim in Pain. That's the name of the album. That's the name of the album. And the cocktail. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Shot in a beer. Shot in a beer, baby. Shot in a beer, baby. I had, I, yeah. Um, 
I got to know uh, Vinny Stigma from the band a little bit. Super cool guy. And like he just would not be one for like a flower garnish on a cocktail. He's a no. shot in a beer kind of guy. This is, this is when as a writer, you say yourself, you're going to write, write, write every day. This is, this, is the, this is the short day. This is the short day. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> done. Shot, shot in a beer. Yeah, yeah shot, shot in a beer. beer. That's All it, right. Baby. Well done. Well done, Jesse. It was a great joy for me to be like crumple up that beer can and just like set it all on the floor. Right, yeah. I'm down there taking pictures. <laughs> Uh, Everything else man. is a real cocktail. A though. glass so, of wine. So, so 19 real cocktails. <laughs> no, man. It's, it's, it's a shot in a beer. So how many so cocktails are in this? Counting shot in a the beer? There's, there's, there's 20, there's but there's, 20. there's really 19 real cocktails plus right. that one for, okay. for funsies. Yeah. So there's the midlife crisis. Uh-huh. I've already been through that. So, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Just, uh, it's coming up for me here yeah. shortly. This one, this one, I, I think I could make. Black me out. Uh, yeah, uh, one ounce of Woodford bourbon, one ounce of Woodford rye. Here we go. Uh-oh. Yeah, split, split base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, a, like a Manhattan style. Point five ounces of Nacino, infused sweet fig infused sweet vermouth. Ooh. One dash of smoked. I love cinnamon. So mm-hmm. cinnamon yeah. bitters is in this, yeah. and, and, and some spiced cherry bitters as well. Yeah, I could, I could make that. It's a good one. I could make yeah. that one. And you can get all that stuff from yeah, like, you know, some local liquor store here. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. There's a lot of a lot of fun ones in there. I try to hit all the different spirits, not focus on any one too much. So, are are you uh, exercising your craft anywhere? I mean, are you, are you uh, behind the stick anywhere as we speak? Yeah. So, I mean, what I've been doing for the last year and a half or so, two years, I've been uh, working uh, primarily with St. Russell Productions. Uh, I've been doing. Uh, hosting events, both public and private, anything from like some of the things that you guys have been to and that we've done together to tons of uh, like teaching and uh, cocktail classes, working corporate events, working weddings, all of that kind of stuff. Um, you help produce our Halloween show. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- yeah. I love doing that kind of stuff. And there's the big things that I do like a handful of times a year, but so much of it is just really behind the scenes. Like I'm doing stuff. With, I work with a, uh, an event company uh, in Powell. I do a lot of stuff with them. Um, so it just keeps me busy, like kind of doing that stuff under the radar. And so I can focus on my big, uh, uh, big projects. Something I made a conscious decision to do, uh, right around that same time was so often as a bartender, you find yourself in a situation where you are promoting your bar so much mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you become connected and attached to that bar. Sure. And then it happened to me and I realized, well, I didn't really want that. You know, like I, I wanted to work somewhere and, and, and pay my bills and make ends meet. Yeah. But I wanted to be associated when people say Jesse Hubbard, they don't think of a particular bar anymore. They think of punk rock and cocktails or Sam Russell Productions right. or something like that. Sure. That is that association and brand recognition was important to me. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's where we're at. And then you know the the goal is you know to have my own spot, hopefully in a couple of years. And um, you know that's what it's all heading toward. And keep so going. you would like to eventually get your own place. I do. Uh, I, much like a yeah. much like a chef, yeah, he yeah. has his own restaurant Gotta that everybody's it. yeah you know is is renowned. Sure, um, I I do. I mean, I, Columbus will be great, but I'm also looking at surrounding areas wherever something becomes available. I'm in the early stages of looking, you know, not really have any news to break as far as that goes, other than it will happen, and I'll let you guys know what happens. And All right. It's going to be something I, to look forward to. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we 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 kind of broached that particular topic many a podcast ago, mm-hmm. and would the bar still be would the, at the time? Mm, the yeah. bar was going to be called St. Russell's. Yeah, that's that's it. That's, that's it. That's, that's it, baby. It. That's it. So, have you copyrighted that or do you mm-hmm. protected that name? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Anybody listening will have any ideas? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, like cool. we'll actually have a bar where I can have a, a, a like my own bar stool. 
Where? At Jesse's. Yeah. You're, like you can really sponsor the sponsor. Uh, the no, I just stool? I, they'll be like, oh, that's Hansberry's stool. Yeah. You better oh, get don't up. sit there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, they, 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 they're going to call you Gregory though. Yeah, that's all right. I'll take it. Happen? If if it happens anywhere, it would be happening. Yeah. You'd be like Norm, but they say Gregory. Yeah, as well. Gregory. Yeah, it's hard to say. No, but that's that's the that's that's the dream. That's the goal, and it's becoming a reality in, in, in the sense of like, all right, well, I'm ready to start looking, and I've and I've looked, but I'm not. I don't want to force the issue. I want to right, be the right, right time, right, right place, yeah. pick the right spot. Exactly. Yeah. And I made reference like a, like a, like a famous chef has a restaurant, but you know, and and then you see these 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 chefs who started as just regular chefs and became famous or renowned. And you, I always wonder, like, does Gordon Ramsay still cook? Right. Really, you know, did, you know, that's a really good question. Do you, so um, does Jesse Hubbard still mix drinks? I don't do the kind of craft cocktails now on a regular basis that I did when I was working at, you know, uh, uh, the Westin or mm-hmm. Social, sure. something like that, just because a lot of the stuff I do doesn't require it. But sometimes I get to do that, and it's really exciting to do. Um and, and that'd be the goal, you know, when I, when I open up my spot, when that happens, I'll be involved. But as time goes on, become less and less involved, hand over the reins and just be, you know, something that I could so they will settle learn, into my retirement. They will learn the Jesse Hubbard method. But well, I think the idea is you want to get people that you trust in, right? Right. You know, so like if you can't ultimately have people do things on their own without having to, like, you don't want to look over somebody's shoulder, micromanage, right. and do all that. Right. You want get good people that you can trust. There's a lot of good people in, in, you know, Columbus and Cincinnati and Cleveland and wherever these places may be, but... You know, it's hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but ultimately, it's like, yeah, I want to open up a spot, but maybe have a couple, you know, and I have ideas and specific concepts. Bar, bar, restaurant, or just bar? Um, so bar, restaurant, and uh, bar concert venue type thing. Oh, yeah, I want to I, I bring it all together. I mean, if there's two things that people associate with me, at, uh, that's music and, and you know, spirits right. and cocktails. There you go. You know. I've heard people say, oh, it's your brand. You're the rock and roll bartender guy. And that just kind of happened. Those are just two things that I've loved all my life. Sure. When it just and happens, it just you embrace yeah. that and you, yeah. you run with it, especially if it's a positive thing. Yeah. If I could yeah. hit a fastball, like baseball, the star athlete would be part of that too. But right. I, 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 yeah. Uh, there you go. Neither can we. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, you go with what you can do. So but, when I retire, can I be a bar back at your bar? I, I used to do that when I was young. Full circle? For a circle, Go for yeah. a circle. It's better than greeting people at, at Walmart. I'd oh, rather I'm be a bar back. References, but <laughs> keep my uh, my stool clean. Yeah, I can do that, man. Okay. One, one of my first jobs when I was 19 years old, I was uh, I got thrown into being a bartender yeah. at the Office Lounge in Wheeling, West Virginia. You told me about that. Yeah, I was 19 yeah, years I, old. Like, I was horrible. Virginia. I was terrible. I was terrible. I would mix the mess, mess, sure, yeah, yeah, mess yeah. them up all the time. Everybody yeah. does when they start, though. Yeah, everybody, especially does. when they when wanted something. Yeah. All I do is clear glasses, clean them, and get ice. That's all I ever did in a bar. Perfect. That's all you need to need <laughs> somebody to do that. I messed up a pina colada. That's what it was. And she goes, this isn't a pina colada, but I really like it. What is it? And I went, uh, that's a little thing I call Dino's Delight. Oh. And she went, oh, Dino's like Delight. It. May I have another. another one? May I have another one? No, you may not. <laughs> that's right. Bring it out. I, no I, idea how I did that. I don't know what I did. <laughs> this one is called Dino's Not So Delight. <laughs> color is second different. <laughs> Dino's Delight limited edition. That one. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, but that's the, you know, that's that's what I think anybody that gets into whether you're a chef, whether you're a bartender, ultimately you want to do that. And I'm not trying to be secretive about it. Like no. someday and do the, you know, the, oh, have an announcement. Like anybody that knows me knows that's what I want to do. So whether it's a year from now, whether it's two years, whether it's three years when the time is ripe, 
you guys will know. Have a, we'll do the friends and family soft opening. You'll maybe out maybe there. it'll all time out that your place will open up the same oh time our God. bourbon is ready. And oh, then, my and God. And then we and have our funeral release party. Our, re- our release we'll party, the party and our funeral right at, this, <laughs> at your place. I feel... I, and I, you get one of these bands to play. I love I love the guys at Echo. I don't want to I don't want to I think they might want to have it at their place. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, we'll we work. We could do the after party at my place. That's there you fine. Go. That's after fine. party. Right. There, there you go. go. We'll just take the keg over. It's okay. Fine. So out of out of all the bands between volume one and volume two, who would be who do you think the best band would be to play at my funeral? Because uh, <laughs> we, talk, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Let's see here. Out of all those bands, you want like a serious answer? I <laughs> absolutely want a serious answer. Um, probably. And tell me why. I'm going to go with one of two artists from no, no, from the first book. It's got to be Lucero. Okay. So all Lucero, right. I'm familiar they with Lucero. are. There are. If you're not familiar or anybody listening, not familiar. They're not in this one. They're the first one, but they they are this kind of punk, kind of country, kind of soul, kind of blues band from Memphis. And like whiskey is a constant theme yep, throughout yep. the course of their career. Dig it. I love you it. You know what I mean? I love it. The yeah. lead singer Ben Nichols has got this kind of I mean, I don't know any better way to say it than just like a whiskey soaked vocal styling. Okay. And he That's like your voice. He mm-hmm. he can draw a tear to your eye if you're listening to the lyrics. I think that would be that would be amazing. On the flip side, we could also get Killswitch Engage to play <laughs> just a ripper of a set. A ripper of a set? <laughs> I don't know. First one out of your mind was like, I, I, I kind of dig that. I think that. that'd be good. I can see it now. They're Got a, a follow spot on your casket. Yeah. I like it. Well, it doesn't on my move urn. On my urn. On your urn. That's right. Well, it'll all be in the whiskey, though. Yeah. They're going to be empty. Well, well I guess it was going to be a whiskey bottle. It was good. Is it urn, whiskey bottle? Yeah, yeah, I have it. I have the bottle already picked out. It's in my it's in my will to put my ashes in an antique Jack Daniels bottle. Are you being serious now? Totally. Can I have some of it in a That's pretty cool. No, and I said that if there was any leftover ashes, that everybody's supposed to bring little Jack Daniels airplane bottles. Yes. And they can scoop a little bit of me and there you go. And do what you want with it. There you go. I call your ears. Yeah. What? I don't think it works that way, Hansberry. I, can I be Gogol Bardello? Gogol Bardello. What do you mean be them? <laughs> what does that mean? Can I, I be don't know. Bardello? If he gets to be uh, a kill switch and gate. No. No, uh, no. The, I'm Lucero. Uh, yeah. I just like it. You mean the Ukrainian gypsy punk band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. Dude, he's nuts. I think, yeah, I think, I think that suits you. That suits you. I love how over time, like, I have been fortunate enough to hang out with you gentlemen on the show here many times, as we've said. And it just, like, I love every time that I come on here. It just gets more and more fun. And it just, we're just hanging out, shooting the shit. I forget that people are going to listen to this. <laughs> Right, yeah. we did too. Yeah. Well, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm following all my detailed notes uh, and, and, and research that I did for this interview. You can see, you, you can get, see, you can see that the. I try to be so like you know polished, and always authentic, but like polished and like professional <laughs> when I'm doing stuff no. like this. And you guys probably get the realest look at who I am as a person out of anybody. <laughs> Just like. Just a freaking knucklehead, man. Because I, 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 I think you. you know the the deal is we've always said this that everybody's got a story. Yeah. And and every time I've had you on the podcast, I, I've always kind of 
quietly said to myself, eh, he'll be back because that story isn't yeah. done. We never finished right. the story. The stories continue as we continue to live and grow and prosper as human beings, yeah. both emotionally, mentally, physically. The stories change and they evolve. It always changes and evolves and yeah. it's always interesting to talk with you guys. Mm -hmm. So what that which leads me to my next question. Yeah. You know, um, you, you said something earlier that uh, you felt on this particular volume two that you were a better writer. On this one, on this one. Okay, so yeah. my question is, and you said you've written other things. I've published a little articles here and there. Yeah. As uh, and, and we're friends, and and I'm not going to delve too deep into some of the things that we we've talked about. You can but talk to me. You can. I know. I know. You know. You, you I can know. Talk about whatever you want. I know. I know. I know. I. But some of the, some of the things go a little deeper into who you are, where you've been, and, and what you've done, and so forth and so on. Some dark places that you've come out of as well. So, uh, as a writer, I, I find that those are sometimes, it's, it's a double-edged sword. Sometimes the easiest things to write about because they're honest, but also the hardest things to write about because they're honest, yeah. if you're being honest. So, my question is, get away, getting away from punk rock and cocktails, do you ever envision yourself writing something like a novel or a... A memoir of sorts that actually purges a lot of those things that have been inside you all these years. Yeah, uh, the short answer is yes, I have. Uh, I don't think the time is right yet. That's fine for a couple reasons. Um, you know, I, I I'm not done. You know, I feel like I've got a lot left of things that I want to do creatively, and I think every everything that I do creatively. Mm -hmm. Uh, can give me more of an audience. And I would want there to be as much of an audience as possible before I would attempt to do something like that so as many people could hear the story, you know, about my struggles with mental health and, and you mm -hmm. know, and, and, you know, all the specifics that you guys know about and, you know, how I pulled myself out of that. But, it's, you know, it's, you still, sure. you know, right? Yeah. Like John Mellencamp, yeah. right? Like, right. life goes on long after the thrill of living mm -hmm. is gone, right? Yeah, so right, sometimes, right. Sometimes you're like, all right, how do I make it yeah. through? And, and, how do I make it through? So and, I think he's done it through his art. His, yeah, his yeah. art. His art is so. I've got yeah. He, amazing. He's, he's he's amazing. amazing. So, but like, so I guess my point is like, you know, I've got my podcast. I've got my books. I do. I got St. Russell Productions. I want to work towards the restaurant. I've got all these projects that keep me busy, and that I'm really passionate about. I think maybe someday, because if I start writing that now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a little presumptuous of me to think that people are going to care quite yet, even though that they care about this totally different avenue. I want to have as many eyes and ears on it as possible. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. I want the room to be full yeah. before I would go there with something that's so personal and so important to me. Um, but that being said, I have other projects that, you know, this is always going to be something that I can go to and it's really fun. I'm, I'm working on something right now and I haven't mentioned this to anybody, but I'll tell you guys just because I'm we get an exclusive. I'm hoping that it will be out next year, but continue on going away a little bit. And I'm very proud of my, my involvement in my history with, you know, cocktails and, and spirits and everything. And hence me wanting to open up my own bar, but I don't want everything to be bar related. I'm doing something. That's my point. Yeah. Well, this is still fun though. It's not heavy. It's not serious. Next summer will be the 25th anniversary of the very first concert that I ever went to on my own. And so I had been compiling, I'm putting together a book right now, compiling, um, kind of, um, a history of all of the shows that I've seen, mm -hmm. all of the venues I've been to, including fun flyers, artifacts. That's a lot of shows, uh, dude. You, it is a lot, yeah. Um, tickets, cool. ticket stubs, souvenirs, rare things that you, 
you know, like venues that don't exist anymore. And like giving a history on these venues, what they were, uh-huh. where they were, the sure. bands that I saw, the bands that aren't together anymore. And I think, you know, while it's very exciting and personal for me, there's a lot of people that have exactly that cared about these bands. And, it, and it's kind of taking this and going a step further. It's going to be a right. bigger a bigger thing, but with like big, vibrant pictures and, and a fun cool. history of it. So that's the next one. And that is something that a lot of people, you're right, will identify with. Like, I oh, so. I was at that show. Or I, was, right. I, or I went to that venue, yeah, whether yeah, it's like yeah, here in yeah. Columbus or whether it's uh-huh. in New York or Chicago I or whatever. I saw that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was so there. Big, and this is not, it's not going to be every like, like uh, smaller band, it, like local bands. It's going to be, you know, the bigger bands sure, that people sure. know. Um, you know, and 25 years of that, and I figured it's a good time to kind of release that. Do you have any, do you have a title you're playing with I have so a, far? No, nothing, nothing yet. I've got a different, bunch of different things, but and we can talk more about that like off the air, but I, like, I would like you guys' opinions, but nothing that's really set yet. Nothing, nothing. but I started writing the first Punk Rock and Cocktails. I had like this this title for it, and I'm like, nobody's going to know what the hell it's about. Mm-hmm. And like, let's, you know, just put it out there. What is it? It's Punk Rock and Cocktails. cocktails. So that's what it is. So the, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but it might not be all, all, as on the nose. As punk rock and cocktails, but uh, but that's the next thing. And cool. And How many times in the twenty five years have you seen Bruce? Uh, double double digits, and then I got double two. Digits. I got I got two coming up in next month. One in Jersey. Oh, and that's one right. Here you in travel. Columbus. That's right. I tra- I travel the, for, yeah, for the Bruce re, for the boss the schedule. I mean, this is real. Realistically, it might be their last tour together. I think Bruce will play until he can't physically sing or play anymore. But sure. the E Street Band, and that's another thing, you know, and and kind of coming up on. And that's part of it. It's, I'm glad you brought that up because this may be the last time that I get to see this full band yeah. going into like I'm the, the same thing with release. Paul McCartney. I, I, yeah. I don't think he's going to be touring after a couple is, of years. Is yeah. there he's ever close. I'm doing. Is there anyone yeah. that you that you haven't seen or didn't get to see that you wanted to see? Yeah, there's three people or three groups, I guess that I, I didn't get to see Tom Petty. Mm. Uh, I didn't get to see Joe Strummer or the Ramones. Oh. And I've seen members of the Ramones right. in different projects. Sure. Um, I had How'd you miss Tom Petty? That seems like just, one that, that seems like one that you would have gotten. Yeah, to. it just never happened. Like there was opportunities. You know, like, I he was, was always a guy like, oh, we'll see him next time around. Yeah, right, you right. know, he'll be around. The older the older yeah. I got, the more I got into him. So when I was a teenager and I'm like full of piss and vinegar, listening to the hardest, heaviest, stuff, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't going to go to a Tom Petty show. Then I got a little bit older, and I'm like, yeah, I'll see him next time. Right. I'll see him next time. Oh, he'll come and then he, again. And then he right. died, and it's yeah. like, well, shit, you know? Like, I, I missed out on one of the all-time greats. I have a Tom Petty memory that yeah. has nothing to do with Tom Petty, but All it right. does. And? Yeah. So? Um, I was uh, cocktailing before a Clippers game at Betty's, right? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Tom Petty's uh, free free falling sure came on okay mm-hmm. and at the chorus there was a guy who was singing at the top of his lungs but every time every time he would get to the chorus of free falling yeah. he he dropped trial completely and would scream out free balling <laughs> nice and he did it every single in the bar in the bar in the bar and the See, beautiful we thing did that like in in like junior high in yeah. the locker room no no no, no, no he, this guy. he did it in the bar and the beautiful thing is i'm watching this occur is like nobody's blinking an eye <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's blinking an eye. I'm like, this guy is yeah. just That's he, Bobby. Yeah. Okay. He does that. That's his <laughs> thing. That's Bobby Low Balls. He did that. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby you know. Low balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I did. I, I thought that because because they were. They were hanging like, Oh, you're gonna have problems when you get older, pal. You're gonna yeah. step on those bad boys. <laughs> yeah. Those are gonna those, go are gonna, those are gonna those are gonna drop in the water <laughs> yeah. before you even get a yeah, chance right. to do anything. Yeah, a little less free ball, a little more support. Gravity is a cruel mistress. Yeah. 
So every time I hear free fall, I think of that guy. And How could you, know, you not? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not free my favorite ball. memory to conjure back up again. He's, taint, like, he's tainted that song for you forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's like an earworm. I can't Tank. hear anything about yeah. free balling anymore. Thinking, it's yeah. Nice. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, I can't believe that's happening. At the same time, you, you almost kind of admire him. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that 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 bravado. Right? To be that free? To yeah. just do a free balling? Uh, can I, I'm going to ask you guys something. So you were asking me about, you know, different people that I've seen. What What's the best show you guys have ever been to? You have one, or I mean, this. I know it's hard. You can't pick one, but is there one that really, for whatever reason, like that was special? See, now mine are going to be. It doesn't matter who it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I could, I could. Mine are going to be not weird. One, one you will identify with. Mm-hmm. One that I actually. But you know what? I already will identify with it, just because it's music and it's something yeah. that you care about, and that's the uh, beauty of you know the language of music. Comment thread. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. actually, shed tears. Yeah. Yep. Twice at two different artists. One, but uh, Leonard Cohen. Oh, oh, I love okay. Leonard Cohen. Nice. Uh, Leonard Cohen. I saw Leonard That's Cohen. Cool. Was this older Leonard? Yeah, yeah. Older his voice Leonard. was just like yeah. perfect. Yeah, it was just. He was made to be an old man singing. Yeah. And, and, no. and, and no. uh, just then emoting those great lyrics that he that he's written over the years. And then just, it was just, mm-hmm. and the band was great, but it was just, it was, it was an emotional journey. Yeah. And, and just yeah. like, wow. And like, am I crying? Yeah, fuck, I'm crying. Yeah. I'm yeah. crying. Also, Andrea Bocelli. Okay. Yeah. See, I get. See, I'm like I'm part Italian too. I get. Can't I get that. that. You know what I mean? And like, I won't necessarily go to a Bocelli show back in the day, but I kind of wish I would have. Yeah, Andrea Bocelli. Bocelli. You know, I think. And Tony Bennett. Mm. I've seen Tony Bennett twice. R.I.P. to one of the greats. Yeah. God bless him. Terrible loss. He was. He was something. I'm gonna say something that's bullshit. I don't even know what's it. That's hard to follow. He should have went last. Yeah. What? Because those are real heartfelt answers. He said he was going to say a bullshit answer. No, no. I I saw the Pretenders with Iggy Pop. That's cool. At Hair Arena back in the 80s. Iggy Pop. That was actually one of my first concerts. Iggy Pop for me is on my Mount Rushmore. Like he's the white whale that I haven't been able to get for for one of these. Oh, I do a whole book him. just on him. Maybe you could just do Iggy Pop and cocktails. Yeah. he never he never <laughs> missed. <laughs> yeah, I can't get right. Iggy Pop and cocktails. I even found his manager and it was like radio silence. Well, just anyway. tell him, just say Iggy Pop has never missed a neck day. That dude's neck he's, is yeah, huge, bro. <laughs> just really bainy. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good neck. show though, Iggy, and you know, I mean, it is you know, it was good. I think it's a good. When was that? Did you say? Uh, I would say eighty-two, eighty-one. Oh wow! So it was the peak of the Pretenders in, on Pretenders MTV. Pretenders are a very underrated band. Yes. Oh man, they're great. Yeah, they really yeah. are. I had front row seats for them not too long yeah. ago. Really? Iggy, Iggy yeah, Pop cool. opened for them, which That's, I thought at was that time I believe it because like, the studios broke up. Iggy went through like high highs and low lows, right? There were some lean years there where he was just coasting on name recognition alone. But he was very entertaining. I mean, yeah. he was actually. Probably better than the Pretenders, but yeah. oh, he didn't have the hits wow. as the Pretenders yeah. had. But he was the energy of yeah, him, yeah, his concert was awesome. awesome. He was awesome. Iggy, yeah, yeah they're both, I mean, it would have been a great show. Iggy, Iggy's a legend to me. I mean, Iggy's yeah. he's on like all, across all musical styles. He's one of my four guys or peeps. Uh, saw Billy Joel and Elton John together. That was a great That's show. Cool. I remember um, when they did a the, 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 the Piano shows. Man tour. That yeah. was uh, that that was a great tour. Um, uh, I've seen the Stones mm-hmm. three times in different decades, much like you probably have with Bruce. Yeah, yeah. So, what were the decades, and and what were the uh, noticeable? 
differences in the performances, or were there any? The World Series of Rock in Cleveland in the oh, 70s. Oh, yeah. Cool. They had, like, all those... Yeah, it was... The, I, I want to say it was the Stones and Fleetwood Mac. Oh, tight. And mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, so what were some of the lesser bands? I don't know, man. It was I, I know. I've seen the graphic. Yeah. They're, like, yeah. they're the late all 70s. Names. Yeah, all, Eddie Money. Yeah. Oh, Eddie Money was there, and it was, it was the 70s. <laughs> and I saw them when they came to the shoe. That, that's that was the, just a few years ago. Yeah, maybe? That, that wasn't more than a few years ago. That was back in the nineties. Oh, yeah. So they've yeah. been at the shoe twice then. Yeah, they were there. I was in, living in Columbus <clears> when they were here. Yeah, that, that one. I think I was. Maybe and then I took tour. my daughter to see him at Nationwide Arena. Yeah. If they come by close, I need to see those guys because I haven't seen them and I got to see them for two. Yeah, one of them. But I've never seen dead. Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. I cool. want to see Springsteen. I meant I, I I think we were text uh, texting back and forth yeah. on Instagram that uh, you, you're right. This might be my last chance to, what? to, to see. Are you going to try to go to the Columbus show? I, I haven't even thought about it because I've been so. It just goes in the back of my mind. It's it, I don't know how important it is to me to do it, but it's something that I would like to do. Sure, it's not. It's, Where's he playing? Uh, the September something. Nationwide yeah, it's a makeup September date. September 21st. It's a makeup date. It's a makeup date. I, I, we went to the Detroit show in the spring, and a couple, guy, couple get, guys there. He got injured, I'm sorry, sick or something? What did he he, he fell on some steps. That's it, yeah. Oh, no, no, whenever he, he came to the show, yeah, he got, he got COVID, I think. But anyway, I, I was sitting next to a couple guys, probably about your age, roughly, and it was their first ever Springsteen show. Lifelong music lovers, and they were all, he was always a guy that, like, we're not, he's not our favorite, but we always wanted to see him. And at, at the middle of the show, one of the guys looks at me, and they're like, he goes, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have no idea why I waited so long for that's this. That's how I felt when I saw uh, Elton John with my daughter. You know, like, and I've seen him by himself, I, and I've seen Billy Joe by yeah. himself. So, yeah. I, I, I grew like up to them, like, yeah. uh, you know, with Lion King, Elton John. So I, w- I've never, oh. you know, I never pictured Elton John <laughs> no, as like this it. badass rocker, yeah. and it, it was a fucking rock and roll show. It was yeah. awesome. For uh, so yeah, awesome. no, that was a good show. The only show I cried at was uh, Aretha Franklin. Mm. Which uh, was kind of funny because it was at the Ohio State Fair and it's like you know, oh. ghetto <laughs> folding chair. You've told me that before, like yeah. you were embarrassed that you were crying. Yeah, but I could tell that you were hyped the entire time we're talking. So what's the show? What's the one the one show though? I don't know. I'm hyped because I can't I keep thinking. Yeah. I keep changing my mind. What comes the, to mind? The one right now is uh, uh, like indie rock jam band, uh, My Morning Jacket. Yeah. They're kind of they're popular now, but they released a um, a live record from from Bonnaroo. 2004 uh but i was at that show so it was kind of cool oh, that you I, were there yeah so like That's they have cool. a record of it and uh you know like yeah. um it was raining and, and you see like a picture of the audience and i'm like awesome. i was there yeah. third was kind of, fucking row dude well but <laughs> it was the first time that i was like kind of part of history and it, it just was That's awesome it's very cool but to formally you answer your question yes. i go with my first answer leonard cohen yeah that's as, awesome. far, as, as, that far as, as far as as far as a show awesome. that uh, you know, I only really knew him as like the Hallelujah guy for the majority of my younger years, and it was when he came back when he was older and started put releasing mm-hmm. new music that I really started to dive into his stuff, and I'm I've been a fan ever since. Do you like Do you like poetry? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a book of his poems. Oh, really? That are just. Mm-hmm. Gut wrenching. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And, I love all that kind of stuff. Were they songs and, and, and first, or he just they're both a little bit of both? Yeah. But, yeah. but some of them are just just poems. I mean, yeah, wow. he was a that sounds awesome. Yeah, he was he was a great one. And he, I think he was with Rebecca De Mornay for a while. 
Like with? Yeah, with. They were, they were a couple the for a while. Rebecca De Mornay? Yeah, back oh. in the risky business days. Dude. Huh. Yeah. Good for him. Oh. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think. That's all. That guy <laughs> was a baller. That guy was a baller, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was always cool. Always you know? cool. He was always cool. Canadian lover. Yeah. <laughs> no, that really, was, that's, that's one of those things where it's, you know, all very different answers about music. But mm-hmm. if you ask me the, again tomorrow, I'll come up with a different answer, totally. you know? But it's right. the common thread, right? Like, here we are sitting here, like, I love so much more than just punk rock. This is my, at my heart, but I love so much more. And, like, I would go to every one of those shows that you guys just named. And I think it would be awesome, you know? And, like, they're all different, and we're all just like, yeah. And then let yeah, me throw yeah, a wrench yeah, in it. Yeah. Let me throw a wrench in it. Yeah. Barry Manilow. <laughs> you know what? I like Barry Manilow. I would look at that I guy. like Barry Manilow. You, you let me tell you something. I'm not Barry. hating, but you lost me there. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me explain. Yeah, and, and it's where you're at in life. Yeah. I'm older than you. Uh, I'm older than you. And when, as far as when, when things would go romantically awry, there was nobody better at that particular time in my life right. than to put on the Even Now album okay. from Barry Manilow and just get it all out. I can tell something's up. You haven't touched oh, your no. scotch. <laughs> You've been staring at the window. You know, <laughs> now you're staring at your watch together. I, you and I, I have had so much. I don't know that song. I don't either. I think no, it's, I only like it's, a, it's, it's, a deep, it's a deep Bang. cut on the even. It's a deep cut <laughs> on even now. I, we sing the Copacabana because of my dog Lola. That's probably the one I, I, I don't care for the most. I get that, though, because I've got I've got musicians that I... Well, Bruce is a perfect example yeah, of that. Yeah, People yeah, are like, oh, yeah. it's the Born in the USA born guy. The I'm USA. like, he's yeah. not so no, much no, no, more no, no, than that. So much more than that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even about what you think it's about. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Very Manilow, man. King of the, the key way. change. What? He's coming to Columbus. I know he's coming to Columbus. Very soon. August 25th. Yes. Very Manilow. He's 80. He's 80. He's 80, and he's going to be at Nationwide Arena. Are you going? I don't know. You're I, yeah, going. I don't know. Maybe Come on. I don't have tickets for I'll that. I'll get the tickets. <laughs> Come on. You work at a radio station. Yeah, got to be tickets somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Come I don't on. think those are flying off the shelves. Just pull back. A, I bet you they are. Pull back a con. <laughs> Come on. I to differ. I would be curious to know where the ticket sales were. He's playing where? Nationwide. That is... You know, it's sometimes it baffles me or blows my mind, I guess I should say, some of the artists that are capable of playing a venue that big. And I didn't realize they had that kind of a fan base. But, you know, there's he's nobody over 80 in the top rows in the back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. Can't I mean, he's, I mean, he, I, mean I, don't give me, I don't let me go down the rabbit hole, but he, you know, he made a good living as a jingle writer, too. Yeah. He wrote some of the most famous jingles of all time. Really? Yeah. With a broom and a mop, scrub the bottom and top. There is nothing so clean. Like my burger machine, you deserve a break today. So get up and get away to McDonald's. He wrote yeah. that. He wrote McDonald's. He wrote McDonald's. And, huh. by, and by Menon, I think. Much like Jesse's beer and a shot by day. That was, a, that was a short day for Manilow. <laughs> by Menon. That'll be fifty thousand oh, no. dollars. Right. Thank you very much. Bring me off a piece of that fancy beast. Yeah, yeah, man. He wrote a ton, ton of, ton of jingles. Okay, well, you know, respect to Barry Manilow. Look, it. That's, that's, that's <laughs> you're that's, defending that's, Barry Manilow. No, 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 that, you know what? That's an embarrassing to say. No. But it's also not an embarrassing. No, I mean, thing like, to say. Like, be honest. I think it's I mean, cool. I, I like can sit you here like. and tell you. I said, I said Leonard Cohen. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Very hip. Very cool reference. And then I say Barry Manilow in the same breath. Yeah. Yeah. I don't American care. treasure. American treasure. Yeah. Andrea Bocelli. 
I saw Pavarotti. See, that's cool. Pavarotti though. brought me to tears. That's cool. I get it. You know, it's what what is music if not arranged yeah. of things? That, sure. It's about where you're at in life and how it affects you at a certain That's time. That's true. I, I never disagreed with you. <laughs> like you are, I'm I'm sold. I appreciate your fandom. <clears throat> Hall and Oates. Not, Hall for, Oates, not for me, I but I I appreciate I your love of him. <laughs> I should go to Bruce Springsteen with you. Yes. And you should come to Barry Manilow with me. Yeah. <laughs> which one? Wait, yeah. which one? Which one's first? <laughs> and then a podcast afterwards. Yes. Yes. The Barry Manilow's notes. first. You need to do All it. All right, man. Uh, Maybe. Do uh, it. Do it. <laughs> what, would we, what would we even call that? That podcast. The, 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 so what would the hybrid of Bruce Springsteen and Barry Manilow uh, be? Something with the boss. Yeah. What's Barry Manilow's nickname? Does he have one? Uh, uh, Mano, Mano Spring? Well, they call they, they call his fans Fanilows. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It'd be uh, like Bosselos. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Bruce, Bruce like Barbara Table it. Like Barbara Yeah, something yeah exactly. The, the Copa on the edge of town. <laughs> there you go. There's a Copa on the edge of town. <laughs> <laughs> but also, props to him. He's 80. Like I said, he's 80. Yeah. And he's good for, he, you know, he's good for him. Out there. You know, somebody that I always put, and I know it's probably completely different. But I would growing up always put in the same kind of category was Neil Diamond. Right, saw Neil. Sure. But but you know what? I kind of is Neil, I don't even know if Neil Diamond's still performing or not. But like I would see him. You said Hall and Eight, Hall and Oates. I would see them too. I, that's I think one of my be, favorite concerts. I think they'd be a lot of fun. And I think because like every ball game you go to, every bar you're at, people are singing Sweet Caroline. Sure, yeah, sure. It's just it's, it, if nothing yeah, else, yeah. it'd be fun for that. You know, and, and uh, you know. Uh, all the hits that he had, but he was also he wrote so many songs as well. I mean, yeah. Yeah. as as a songwriter, he wrote a ton of songs. I think he opened up, if I remember correctly, and if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Talking about Neil Diamond, uh, you know Neil Diamond. Yeah. I think he was the first act. I think he opened up the Schottenstein Arena. He was the first concert oh, at the Schottenstein wow. Arena, and it was Neil Diamond in the in the round. Oh, yeah. One of those circular stages. So you would see That's him, right. and every once in a while, you just get a shot uh, of him shaking his bony ass. No, I, th- yeah. I think this is Shot and Scene's family favorite performer, actually. It so might it makes be. sense. It might be. It, it might sense. have been. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen I've seen Neil. That's everybody's I would go see Neil Diamond. You know, I'm way past the age of trying to like impress people with like my taste. Exactly. Like, I like what I like. Exactly. Like, yeah. if, if somebody, you know, like these are the bands that I like. But you know what? I don't know many times in my life when somebody's ever offered me a free ticket to a show that I didn't go. If I was able to, I would go. I've actually seen some of the bands in that book. Yeah. I saw Cake. Yeah. Loved it. Cake's in there. Cake's in there. Yeah. Cake's in there. Yeah. Uh, There's a couple other ones in there. I had the book book release, which you were there. I don't know if you remember this or not, but a guy comes up. He's like, and this always cracks me up talking about Cake. And he goes, hey, man, I saw you did a Cake cocktail. You should have named it this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, All right. Thanks for telling me what you would have done differently. You write the book. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it just made me you laugh. I'm like, Next time, do this. Why would you Why would you do that? You're like, you should have named it this. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks for your feedback. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do you with know, that? You, gotta, I, I, and, and that's, that's, you bring up an interesting point in respect, and respects to people's critiques and comments and feedback yeah. like you know what i would have done no what would you have done yeah. you know, what would you have done after i slaved over this right yeah, for right. days months <clears throat> years what would you have done differently on this one particular piece yeah. that you know yeah. the, that's like, why i started making drinks somebody's like yeah. you know how i make these at home and i'm like yeah oh please tell me i really want to hear how you make They're, these at the home. band's explaining <laughs> you explaining me. that's why i stopped reading the comments on my film so you know it just made me. It made me laugh. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I guess if you get, if you get in the comments, it's always good. It just made me laugh though. It was yeah. Like it was his first 
oh, you should name it this. I'm like, uh, what, what, what can I do with that? What a great idea. Yeah, what a great idea. <laughs> well, like and, you said. And, and you're probably very polite, and so am I. But, you yeah. know, I just once I would like to say, you know what I would have done? You know what? No, you know what? No, I don't. Don't care. Yeah. You know, I, didn't I, I, I just, I just wait, laughed because I thought yeah. it was so funny. You know, like, what are you supposed to do with that? You're like, oh, I guess I missed it on that one. <laughs> you know, are you buying a book or not? I love it. Or like when I've done a stand-up set and I've actually had somebody come up to me like, oh, you're doing really good. That one joke didn't work out very well, though, yeah. did it? Like, fuck off. <laughs> I just did 49 minutes of stand-up comedy. You're dwelling on the 30 seconds. You're, you're right? on the one joke. Naysayers. It just kind of laid there. So when, when's your set, pal? When are you going yeah, up there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. People are funny. Bilbo Publishing. Bibli- Biblio. Bilbo. Bilbo Baggins. Dude, yeah, you're going to the optometrist on Friday, right? Yeah. Dude, see if you can see if you can move that appointment up. Wear some glasses. Uh, Bilbo. No, what I was going to say is we've we've talked to the uh, folks at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently, and because they let in uh, Dolly Parton into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, let her in. Well, they, she was nominated. What do you mean by that? She was nominated. She no, got sure. some votes. <laughs> I'm just sorry. So, but but what they said is she embodies the heart. Of rock and roll, yeah, and you know, and their 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 perspective on, on the hip hop and the country people is that it's not necessarily the music; it's just the idea, the soul that of of being a rock and roller. And I guess that's kind of what we're getting right with your Shooter Jennings and Barry Manilow to a degree. Right. <laughs> we, I mean, there's all that that thread that embody you know embody that that. Hundred percent, The rock man. and roll in our heart. I get my cred with Letter Cohen. I get my dread with Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a big believer that you know you should never have to uh, wear a uniform or you should never have to change who you are uh, right. or lie about what you like. You should always be true and authentic. Sure. And you know as long as you're not hurting anybody, that's the world yeah. is a better place for that. Dude, not to so, mention it's easier. And it's, it's so much easier. It's right? easier. People get overwhelmed with the idea of people outside of the rock and roll genre being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But what they fail to realize is that's just the name of it. It's the Music Hall of Fame. Right. It is. Right? It's a mu- Rock yeah. and roll just sounds cool. It's the Music right. Hall of Fame. People are like, Dolly Parton's not not rock and roll. You right. know, Jay-Z's not. I'm like, no shit. They're not like the traditional idea of yeah. rock and roll. But I like, like the Seagers in it as well. I love the right. Carpenters. Yeah. Karen Carpenter had songs. one of the most magnificent, beautiful voices, voices of our generation ever. She yeah. was she was a songbird. She was and Oh, she was a really good drummer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's a video of her doing drums with like uh, I don't know one of the famous drummers, and he was just like she's just like going toe to toe. Yeah, that was her. That was her. That was her. The amazing yeah. thing about yeah. about music, you know, I was lucky enough to see Frank Sinatra in 1984. Oh, uh, see, in, in Cincinnati, was it not great? Because you didn't yeah, just showing off. No, I just, I just, I was just going. <laughs> like, kind of forgot about it. I didn't forget about it, yeah. but it was no, it was great. That guy, that man, took a. a an arena and turned it into a small, intimate room. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, I could put Spring Sinatra in one of these books, and like I dare somebody to complain sure. about it. Right, because he was a badass, and if he, he wasn't should. like true, you should. Yeah, just to get people to bitch about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Get, might sell, get people might talking. <laughs> Sinatra, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I love Sinatra. I mean, Sinatra is. You know, I'm looking at. Picture of the Rat Pack right now. They're yeah, the, the Rat epi- Pack was the epitome very, of cool to me. That that that, that the just, epitome of cool. All right, let me ask you this question. You bring up a good question because yeah. if there was an era that I could move back to and 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 be the adult that I have been in the last mm-hmm. fifteen years, say from fifty to where I'm at now at sixty four, that would have been it. I would have loved to have been in their era 
at that age in the in my fifties. Yeah. With the Rat Pack in yeah. the sixties, you know, that's what I would have liked. Is there is there an, is there a a time in music that you would wish that you could hearken back to and actually been in it? While it was happening, 2018 was a really good year. <laughs> if you went, if you went to the Elizabethan age, I would have been disappointed. Yeah, no, <laughs> honestly, God, so you funny. strike me as somebody that would have that would have fucking loved to have been. Yeah, uh, in in the 60s when music was 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 evolving and changing and, and yeah, yeah 60 to 75 would be tight. There's yeah. a couple. Yeah. There's a couple, but honestly, that's one of them. What you're talking about mm-hmm. that'd be on my list as well, because I. I think Sinatra and Dino and Sammy are the freaking coolest. And I would have loved to have just been in a room with them when they were hanging out. Right. You know what I mean? It would have been, it would have been a dream come true. Uh, you know, I, I would have loved to have been, you know, in New York uh, during, you know, the punk scene of the 70s and CBGBs and, you know, mm-hmm. Max Kansas City and all those places opening up. Uh, you know, uh, and also I wasn't like super big into like the, the predecessor of like the art art music scene the predecessor to punk with like Velvet Underground I'm like eh not really my thing so much that was a little too pretentious for me um, but yeah I mean to, to be there at that time I think would have been something really special and also one that it, you know isn't maybe holding as high of an esteem as those but Southern California in like the early 90s with all the Southern California punk yeah. bands Sublime. that came out of there really a lot of the bands that really had a huge impact and shaped me as as a youth. Uh, that was yeah. really those bands are the ones that got me into punk rock to begin with. Right, yeah, you know, right. Rancid, Bad Religion, The Offspring, you know, Green Day back in the day, Pennywise, you know, Sublime, all all those bands, No Effects, really really big for me. So different things there, you know. Uh, I, I would have a big Johnny Cash fan too, you know, seeing some of. Uh, Seeing some of like the Sun Records jam sessions back in the days, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, with those guys, the million you know, dollar Carl, Carl Perkins, and you know, yeah, 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 yeah all yeah, those guys. Yeah, like, yeah. So there's a few. I like all that stuff, and you know, it's uh, they're all it all would have been fun uh, for different reasons, but that's fun to think about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if I would have, you know, maybe visit for like a weekend. You know, I don't like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little too much of a princess to have really enjoyed the mid 70s New York yeah. punk scene that much I like a clean shower sure. and a nice bed at the end of the day. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could have like slip, slept on the floor of CBGB's you know I like yeah. I like yeah. like modern day conveniences what did you do so what no did, clippers or something <laughs> when, 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 when were you when were you born 81 81 okay oh. so you missed disco completely oh, yeah. yeah yeah I was yeah I was in high school when disco was what was, was were you in the disco at the time I wasn't into disco, but I went to discos. Yeah, because that's, that's what, what you did. That, and there's what, bands uh, like like Kiss and the Stones, and they dabbled sure. in it. And some yeah, of the big bands, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, you know, it's not my thing, but the, uh, I would, you know, I, I would have been probably on the <clears throat> complete opposite side of that spectrum. But you know, I'm weird in the fact because like everybody is like so, you know, um, mm-hmm. in their own camps about like you got disco and you got like arena rock in the '70s, right? right? right and yeah. you got punk rock and all these different things. And like, I mean, I probably wouldn't have been in the disco, but I, I would have. Wanted to go see Zeppelin, like and sure. the Misfits. The Saturday you know Night Fever like, album was blaring out of every dorm room yes. at, 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 at Ohio State University. I believe it, but also blaring out of my room was Frank yeah. Sinatra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we had a, we had a rule. Uh, we had speakers. We, we we totally bastardized our our dorm room. We had a uh, uh, speakers in the bathroom, 
And the rule was mm. when you took your shower, because we had one of those, we had a, we had a dorm room that had its own shower. Nice. So when you got in the shower, you got to listen to whatever you wanted to listen to. And we had a very, everybody had, uh, my roommate Dave Kaplan was in the country. So when he was in the shower, he was blaring George Jones and classic country. Det, Greg DeTore, who's been on the podcast, right. he was a big jazz guy. And there'd be like uh, Buddy Rich and, and just great jazz artists. I would put on Sinatra. And, and it, it was like a very eclectic room hmm. in 1977 and 78 really cool. as yeah. far as music. Uh, and then there was also the rock music, too. We, we, you know, sure. we like some rock bands as well. You remember your, your, your first concert was what? So there were two separate things. Uh, the first concert that I ever went to, my mom and dad sent me to, was The Temptations when I was mm. a kid. Mm, How cool. cool. Which was really cool. I think, yeah. I mean, I'm very fortunate. And I'm like, that's a cool one to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and I love Motown. I love R&B. Sure. I love all that. The first one that I went to on my own, like with my own money, was the summer of 99. And much as the anniversary, it was OzFest 99. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> and then after that, it was Motley Crue and the Scorpions. Two, nice. Two very different. But like, you know, I was any show I could go to. I mean, when I was, when I was like in my like late teens and all through my 20s, I would go to like concert a week mm -hmm. like, wow. i mean at least it's crazy yeah. amount. i mean wow. i still go to a lot i still go to a lot yeah you know but it's just one of my favorite things to do first concert do you remember uh actually <laughs> it was in high school and it was minute yeah. work mine was in high school as well okay. minute work, minute work. Good one. that's cool hansbury first concert uh, do you remember the uh after a pre-season colts game uh, the John Stamos Beach Boys performed. Okay, so nice. I saw them, but that was a little kid. But the first one that I like wouldn't spend money on the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, Bare Naked Ladies, uh, Eagles, them. early Eagles. Oh, nice. With the Doobie Brothers. Nice. Oh, I've seen those guys in concert. And opening up was Average White Band. <laughs> Have not seen them. In I don't really. Do I know? That sounds familiar. Average, Average White, White Band. Band? Pick I don't up the know. pieces. It's my walk-in music. I don't know. I don't know that. Yeah, bring it up on. I'm gonna. I am an Eagles defender. Ever since I blame Lebowski for this, it became fashionable for people to hate on the Eagles. So many guys that I know that are in the rock and roll like hate on the Eagles. I think that they're amazing, and I will defend them till the day I die. I'm There's some of the I'm tired best of, songwriters yeah. of all time. I'm tired You're of American people man. of my generation and younger hating on the Eagles. They're phenomenal. Keep a listen. Long intro. Oh, yeah. I love that song. It makes me feel like I'm in the Reservoir Dogs or Swingers every time yeah. I'm walking. Yeah. Oh, I'm that's every twice then. That's my walk-in music. That's cool walk-in music. That's my walk-in music. If I were walking anywhere and have be able to have music that was playing when I walked in, it'd be that. That would be it. If you, I can make that happen. If you, it's uh, hard not to feel cool with that player. Yeah, the starters, uh, the starting uh, shortstop for the the Pirates. That would be your walk-up. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I don't know the, how I know. It, I think album. I know that from a from a movie it's or something. Yeah, it's been on. It's been it's probably been, a lot of movies. Yeah, been, I know that very. A, I know that very. It's been well. a lot of soundtracks. All right. Yeah. So I have yeah. a question. They're actually from Scotland. Oh, really? So my question is, if you could be a time traveler, and be a fly in the wall. For any recording session of your of an album, mm, good which album would you be there? Oh, that is good. That's a good one. I know what mine is. You, okay, well, right. yours. Well, let him think and you say yeah. yours. Pet Sounds. Oh, yeah, good one. Good yeah. one. 
I would totally be. I mean, I'd be there a long time. I'd probably die a husky fly on the wall because it was such a long <laughs> recording. Brian must be like, I hear a fly. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Uh, microphone it. Yeah, use- but I think pet sounds. I think it's you know some people would say uh, Sergeant Pepper's, but. I would, you know, that, my first answer was like, well, what Beatles record do you pick? But I would but, rather yeah. sit there and I'd go, we got to do something better well, than the Beatles. Yeah, because Pet, Pet Sounds was was so innovative and so different. Yeah. And so just, yeah, yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's a great one. That is a I, great one. I'll tell you the bands that come to mind. And I don't have an answer yet. An album. I, I know, I know. But I'm, I'm, working, I'm working through it out loud. I'm working through it out loud. You know, something from Nirvana would have been really, really special to be a part of. Something from the Beatles. Something from Bruce. Right? That's a good answer. I wish I would have thought of that. But I can't take that, so that's a good one. But those are the first ones that pop in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like those, those really, you know, maybe Johnny Cash live at Folsom Prison. You don't want to be in the <laughs> room. Oh man, right? Yeah. You don't they didn't want him room? to do that. I know they didn't want him to do that. Yeah. That show, and then yeah. ended up being like one of his best-selling yeah. albums of all time. Very interesting. Crazy. Yeah, that'd be a cool. One. I would say I don't know. I don't know. Just the you want to be in the room when like the first, you know, the first recording of Born to Run. The very first. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Here's first time you lay it down. Dude. There's reasons why that I that I'm not saying it out loud, right? Because like Bruce Springsteen, he has the nickname the boss because he was a dick, notori- <laughs> notoriously hard on the band and recording yeah. sessions. Sure. So they weren't exactly enjoy like he would make them play the same thing over and over and over that's and how over. Tom Petty was. I mean, too. like Gary Talent from the band is called he's called him a dictator in mm-hmm. recent years. Like they're friendly, but they're almost employees sure. of his in a way. So I don't know how enjoyable that would be from that perspective, mm. right? To see like this creative process, different perspective probably, of your hero, right? So with Kurt Cobain, you don't know what you're getting with Nirvana. I think it all comes back to maybe something, but the Beatles or the Stones, just because they were right. that early, that early time when rock and roll was still trying to figure out what it would turn into. You know, mm. obviously rock and roll existed already. You know, Chuck Berry and sure. before, Little Richard and everything before them. But I don't know. I don't know the album. That's that's an unbelievably cool question and I was not prepared for that whatsoever. Uh, uh, mine's uh, Sinatra yeah. in the wee small hours yeah. uh, because that was uh, at the time that was what they called the first thematic album hmm. in respects to the like choices the concept of the album, uh, concept deal, album yeah. yeah and okay. in respects to the songs and there's just so many great songs on there and, and just I mean Sinatra was just one of those guys that just you know he knew how to sing it he knew how to phrase it he knew how to Evoke the right emotions in the song. I would have liked to have been yeah. in the studio watching that magic happen. Yeah, That'd be nice. I have my answer. Okay, go. Okay. London Calling. Oh, oh yeah. great answer! That's my answer. Classic, great answer. Right? Yeah, the great classic. answer. That's my answer. It's a good That's answer. My, I, my admiration for books, Joe. Right? For, it's in there. It yeah. is my yeah. admiration for Joe Strummer. Like knows no bounds. It is. He's he was an amazing human being. I think <laughs> by all accounts, and I think a true artist. Anyway. There you go. Um, cut you off. No, me. no, no. You're good. I'm glad you thought of it. Um, now I know they're not the only ones to do it, but uh, music from Big Pink, the band, and the whole premise is is that they rented this house, this cottage up in Woodstock, and they just like held up there, ate a bunch of bologna sandwiches, did a, did a bunch of drugs, and made this record. So <laughs> it'd just be cool to like be. At the, house, at the house, the band while they were doing it. The band. Big, yeah, Big Pink. Uh, yeah, Big Pink. Do I know them? The band? No, the band. The band. The, the band. the band. Oh, the band. The band. The band. Oh, the band. I thought you said the band. The band. I got you. Big the, Pink is. I know the band. Yeah. Yeah. I was the way you worded that. I'm like, I never heard. How do I? And the same thing. That's, uh, good one. That's a good one. The band uh, is the, good. The basement yeah. tapes with Dylan was the same thing. Yeah. He was there with yeah. them. So oh, yeah. just I and I know other bands have done that. You know, you go hold up at a cool uh, cottage or a cabin or a ha- sure. castle or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but 
that's the one that popped to mind. Yeah, because there's so many people that we may admire, but like being in the process, being involved in that process might not be a joy. Right. You know what I mean? And that's but why you're just sitting around doing a bunch of drugs and hanging out yeah. at, for a week, month. Yeah, but month to sit at around and watch the crazies make music, that'd be awesome. It right. Be yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's and there you go that's that's music in a nutshell I mean how well, everybody's go. got a different take on it and where where you're at and how it affected you and how it continues to affect you that's that's yeah. the beautiful thing about about music it's and, a beautiful uh, language yeah. yeah it's just something that we all have in common and I think you know if if we're all just happy for each other if, when we appreciate somebody's artistry and their sure. music, it's a, that's mm-hmm. a, that's the way it should be. You know, not, yeah. like not judgment. You don't have to like everything somebody else likes, but no. that's awesome that you like you found the passion. Right, know? right, right. Taylor Swift, awesome. Bruce Springsteen, awesome. Tom and Bay, we all awesome. have certain yeah. albums and certain music that we put on at a certain time because it, it reflects how you're feeling, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, absolutely. You know, you want to party. You got an album that you know you want to party. You want to be sad, and you want to get it all mm-hmm. out. There's an album that you put on, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I got my, my fun in the sun music, and I got my sad bastard music, too. Yep. <laughs> you know, there's a time and a place for both. You know, back you in know? the day when you wanted to set the mood for uh, for romance, you had, you know. Get the Dave Matthews. It was Dave Matthews for us in high school. A little CNC music <laughs> was that? Was that Dave Matthews? Yeah, be here, honey, you want to put on Crash? And you want to go parking? Gross. <laughs> no, Dave man. Matthews? Yeah. Dude, I, <laughs> hey, seriously. I was a, I was a senior in 1999. <laughs> like, oh that my was God, Dave dude. Matthews' prime. I was too, Bob. No, that's your romantic go-to, Dave Matthews band. Not anymore. Not anymore. At the time, no judgment. At the high school, no judgment. Right now, I'm, I'm just. It's like the quickest <laughs> song okay. I can find. Right. Okay, so let's wrap this up. we're going back to we're, let's yeah. let's go back let's, let's go back to you. Romantic Some go-to, podcast romantic go-to. Who are you putting on? Um. What was I always it? go with like the classics, like Marvin Gaye, Al Green, uh-huh. uh, newer stuff, Ben Harper and the Innocent uh-huh. Criminals. Okay, like sexy music, like sexy really, music, like really, really good stuff. You know, uh, for me, the Walrus of Love, Barry, Barry White, Barry White, Barry White, yeah. Barry White. Yeah. 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 Barry White. Barry Manilow? Manilow? Yeah, Barry, Barry White. That's a Barry White, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, he's yeah, he was great. Yeah, do you know do you know Ben Harper? Have you? Heard? Uh, of course, I know yeah, Ben Harper. He's amazing, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would just listen to some of his stuff yesterday. Yeah, he's just he's so talented. He's so so good. Yeah, Barry White would get Barry White would I, I would be I would be naked first before. <laughs> <laughs> before you know to after, after, after hear Barry. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> if it's gonna take you a while longer, that's fine. That's I'll right. wait, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm you know I I'll just be in the other room. Sam Cook was another one. Sam Cook was Sam awesome. Cook. Yeah, I think Sam Cook may. Be my favorite singer of all time. Oh wow! Uh, maybe like he, I I think he's amazing. So the the, the uh, nothing could change this love was the first song Christina and I danced to at our wedding. Ah, oh, so nice. see, there's a connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a connection. He's, he's amazing. It's uh, now do you and your wife? Uh, you're very flexible. Because that's what I, we hear. No, 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 no in respect. Because I don't. I, I, I'm sure you guys come in the middle with a mutual appreciation. Mm-hmm. But you were also at a Taylor Swift concert. I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's important. Uh, 
we both. I mean, kind of like what we're talking about. And I'm not, I'm not. And that's not a diss on Taylor Swift. She's no. amazing. No, she's I mean, amazing. She's I was amazing. There too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Taylor Swift's amazing. No, but I get your I get your question. That's a great question. We're both super passionate about music, <laughs> and we both came from places of loving music mm-hmm. when we met. But we liked different things. Right. Right. The first time, and I think maybe I told you guys this before, but when she met my parents, we all met at a Bruce Springsteen show together. It's important because this was something that was special for me. And I wanted to introduce her into not just my world, my parents, but this is all part of it. Right. And, you know, she liked, um, uh, I guess what you refer to as like, like emo pop punk stuff okay. in the early two thousand, late nineties, early two thousands. Sure, dashboard yeah. confessional. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like them, brand new, taking back Sunday. And there's some of that that was like kind of adjacent to what I like. Like, like she liked some ska, some stuff, but she also liked some pop. And we like so many of the same bands together. But I think it's really important that, like, I would never go to a Taylor Swift show on my own. I'm glad I did. That'd little, be creepy. It was a little long for my liking. It was uh, could have ended an hour earlier, <laughs> but <laughs> she's really, really talented and. I, Lord knows I have taken Christina to like shows that she did that. Like I've taken her to Iggy Pop. She hates Iggy Pop. And, and she was a good sport about it, you know? And I've taken it. She just took me to see the Misfits for my birthday in Jersey last month. You know, she hates the Misfits. Yeah. I love them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. She you know? loves that's you, a, that's man. A good she does. It's a, a good one. So like I will take, I will go whatever. Like we, I think you got to support each other's interest, right? Sure. And I, I was going to take her to another Taylor. I say take her. I was, we were going to go together to another Taylor Swift show. Uh, but she just wanted to do the one. But anytime she wants to go do something like that, I'm there because I, I was talking to I was talking to a guy behind me. He was there with his daughter, and he was about my age. And 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 Christina was off like looking at merch or something. And I was sitting in her seats. And he goes, "This is what it's about, man." He goes, "Doing things for and with people that you love." Right. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. And that being said, it's not like it was a shitty show. Like Taylor no. Swift's amazing, no. you know. But it was awesome. But yeah, so we'll we'll you know, um, we go to shows together. Most of the stuff lines up, but every once in a while, there's some outliers, and you know, you love each other. You, yeah, you, sure. you do things yeah. like you that. You take right? that musical bullet. Yep. <laughs> Ironically <laughs> enough, <laughs> the last time Mallory went to like one of. My shows was Leonard Cohen. <laughs> Leonard Cohen? Because oh, wow. it was it might have been the same tour. We you put, go to the, yeah, I saw him in Chicago. Oh, I, I saw him in Chicago. Okay. Same tour. He didn't see him in Colum- when he was in Columbus. No, I, I didn't live, I I didn't live here yet. I didn't see you there. But he, uh, he played me, like you, three you, hours long and like four yeah, sets. Yeah. So it was you're a fan, on, it's awesome. If it was, you're not, it's rough. It was on a Wednesday you night know? and she's a teacher and... Yeah, if you're not a fan of Leonard Cohen, that's a, that's if a you're not a fan of anybody. So we both kind of came to right, 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 a mutual right, agreement right. of like, all right, there are some shows we'll go together, and some that eh, it's okay if we go on our own. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Leonard I, Cohen I, was the one. And I, but I'll, and the, the funny thing is this: like, you know, I've got you know buddies that I go to shop, I've been to shows with you. You know, like we go to shows together and stuff. But I just really enjoy going with Christina because it's we just love the the live music element of it, and just and the that's awesome. Of it. It's really fun. You know, yeah, it's it, it, nothing beats that. going to a show with her. Um, so, uh, you know, a couple Bruce ones coming up, and then, uh, you know, I think I think I asked her nice. if she would write the foreword of my book. You know, because nice. like, what better person? I don't want one of the I don't want one of the bands that I've seen to write it because it's not about that. It's about the perspective of the concert goer. Right. Who have I went to shows with for the last ten years of my life more than sure. my wife? You know, that's, that's awesome. Good, good conversation. Yep, Dino. What? Question. John, should, should, we, should we end the show with a sip of the white dog 
for our oh guests. i was you're kind of reading my mind dude am i yeah a little bit nice. i was gonna i was gonna say 160 well, listen i love just a sip i was gonna close while how 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 we almost opened i'm gonna get a straw and let you just get right. a, like i was gonna say because i like i love you guys and i love the guys over at echo they do amazing stuff, but you said this is 160 something. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a taste. Yeah. Just a, you know, if not, I, t- not, if not I touch my mustache, it, I won't have to shave. Not a drink of it, just a, just <laughs> yeah. a, just a taste of it. Okay, yeah, right? let's do it. Right. What, what the hell? We've had it. This is just for you. Oh, just for me? I, yeah, just, just for you. We don't well, wait, we drink up, and we'll tell you. <laughs> I might have a tiny sip. Okay, strong, Lloyd. A good dumb, dumb this reference. is great. Um, my dad was on uh, the episode last week. Uh, yes. Last month. Yeah. Yes. I've been meaning to ask you about that because it was I, a lot I of fun. You were going to do that. Uh, yeah, it was good. But but it was fun. fun and was that, and, yeah. and we again we started talking music again. You know, again it's that common yeah. thread. And I know yeah. you your dad is huge on your influence on you, yeah. and same with my dad. And, yeah. Uh, it's funny. My I have two older sisters, and they were just busting our balls. You know, just just making fun of us. Oh, afterwards, yeah, yeah. you know, in a good, was a good podcast, it was just ribbing us. You know, your, dad, your dad's a cool guy. I it like was him. fun. It was yeah, a I lot like of fun. That's fun. I haven't he, had a chance to listen to that. Yeah, I'll have to check he, it out. He he loved it. He uh, ate that up. All right, let's uh, try this white dog. As, uh, just uh, you know, do the little. Those are nice straws. Where'd you get those? I got Woo! everything in this house, Hansberry. You know that. Here, can I here? I, I want the curly. That's exactly what I was going to do. Do, do you have a curly straw? <laughs> I want a curly straw. We'll stretch it out. I'll dude. stretch it out with a curly straw. Let's just stretch it out. All right. Did you get some? No, I didn't get a straw yet. Do you know what we're playing with? <laughs> He's holding back. No, they're not going to work because they're ready? stretched. Yeah! yeah! That was a good one. Oh, uh, yeah. Now they don't work. Oh. Curly straws. Just take them together. All right. Okay. Now here we go. Now, um, so uh, you guys, uh, listeners at home, will have uh, be able to taste this in about two years at Dino's funeral, <laughs> <laughs> aka the grand opening of my bar. <laughs> See how everything works out, dude. <laughs> Can I take? I don't <laughs> the the grand opening slash wake. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> In order not to be afraid of death, you yeah. must embrace it. That's true. We could call it uh, coming and going. Uh-huh. Ah, that's, that's it. Coming and going. <laughs> we'll put that on the list. Put that on the list. Yeah, okay. I still get a licorice flavor. Here we go. All right. You get something? Oh, was I supposed to wait? No, 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 no man. <laughs> go right, for it. it. All right, take it. Woo! Licorice? Give me. Slide over. Oh, here. sorry. Yeah. Oh, they, my tongue is like on fire right now. It me- it mellows into it, not initially. Like I, mean, I get like the sweet corn right out yeah, of the gate, but yeah. then it mellows into like the licorice, but not like not licorice in a bad way. Like right, you right, know, right, like right, right, right. a lot of times you say licorice, people think hey, like Jaeger is, or whatever. But it's like high rye too. Yeah, yeah, it's delicious already. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's like it. I, the licorice is so faint. I don't want to scare anybody off. No, 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 it's not licorice. Licorice. That's just the first no. thing that came to mind. It's my like very, 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 very faint. Like it's put the cap back on it. That is lovely. Thank you for sharing that. That's that's a special treat. Well, that's why we said when we first. We got a little, this yeah. is like the first distillation. We thought this is very promising of what the future holds yeah. Yeah. for this particular. Blend. I'm excited already. Like shout yeah. out to you guys. Shout out to Joe and Nikhil and the crew over there. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. 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 That's an easy collaboration to get behind. Yeah. Are you, so are you guys doing that? Yeah. And that's about 15 yeah. gallons in on the distillation. Yeah, by the way. That's exciting. Of, we're having a lot of fun. But that's yeah, exciting. Right. I mean, that's just you know, for those people who like, Moonshine White Dog. I mean, this this could this could get bottled right now as is, oh and just with something crazy, you know. And, I'll be, I'll and, and be, be honest done. with you, I it, 
I know what it is, but like. It wasn't as hot as I expected mm-hmm. it to be. Nah, it was. Nah. I don't know. Yeah, straw I've, I've full, had whiskey like was, you know, that is yeah. 120 proof. That is just for as it to be 160 hotter. some proof. That's not not T- taking us. Fairly smooth. <laughs> as Dino lights a cigarette. Mushroom <laughs> 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 cloud. We're off to a good start. Yeah. Richard Pryor and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Pryor. <laughs> All right. Well, we got we got to start wrapping it up. But that's a great way to end it. That's a great way to end it. Blowing up. Let me let me let me do this one more time. We mentioned available on Amazon.com. Also, your website. Did you actually say what your website was? Saint Russell Productions.com. Saint you, Russell you wanted to say it too. You can say it. No, I was going to say it wrong. Say it. He he says ours wrong. So why wouldn't he say yours? Wrong? I was uh, <laughs> I, I recently was uh, a guest on uh, on Brian Phillips' show on uh, 92.9, and he goes. St. Lawrence Productions, and I'm like, no, it's St. Russell, man. He said it on the air, and he goes, I was thinking of the St. Lawrence River. River. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a goofball. How's Brian? Is he good? He's such a nice guy. Like, he I, was going to be on the show. It's hard to get him on the podcast because, because, he's, because, because he works hours, in yeah. the morning. He's got he's to, like, I got to make sure I can take a day off the next day because I don't want to have to go to work after the uh, podcast. Yeah, well, come on. You work in the morning. No, Brian, to, I'll tell know, you what's great about Brian. Up, Brian. Brian, like, first of all, he's such an easy guy to talk to. He's so fun. He's so nice. And, like, he's he's such a sweetheart of a guy. The moment that I announced my book was coming out, he reached out. He's like, got to get you back on the show. He didn't wait till like, August started like you guys did. Yeah. He did it immediately. Aw. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we wanted to spread it wow. out. You know, we knew you were going to get some Yikes. love early. Who, were the first, who, who was one of the first podcasts to get volume one on? And how soon they forget when they rise to a certain level of success. Burn. I even said in the I text message to you, I know we're late to the game, fucker, <laughs> but I still want you on because I know we would have conversations about more than the book. Ah, that's so funny. I've got a bunch of Mary, Barry Manolo content. Set me, up, <laughs> set me up for it, man. I couldn't help it. No, I'm all kidding aside. I'm very, you guys like have been have me on support me when nobody gave a shit about me so like i would do this and not I even have the mics you. on and just hang out with you no, i know like we don't yeah, even need like are people recording this but, but brian phillips is the hero <laughs> that's right <laughs> shout out shout, shout out to brian he reached out right away he and it might, he is he's great i love brian well, the last time i was on or the first time i was on a show you were there too yep 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 it was, yep. was fun I uh, I uh I love Brian. I got to work with him a little yeah, bit during yeah. my hiatus, yeah, if you will. And I really enjoyed cool. my my the the times I spent down. He's there. cool over there, you know. Uh, punk rock and cocktails volume two, ladies and gentlemen, is available uh, at strussellproductions.com and also on amazon.com. Seek seek it out, find it. It's it's a great book and great you know great cocktails as well. If you're looking to do something crafty. Uh, with your cocktails, it's a fun. It's a fun party book. I mean, you you could actually make parties around this book. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's, I mean, that's kind of like I want it to be a social thing, right? Yeah. Like it's not something you're sitting there like reading. You know, it doesn't take you too long to go through the thing if you're reading it. Get together with friends, put these records on, make the cocktails, have a party, have a good time. Can you still get pizza. one? Do you still have pressings of one available? Yeah. Oh, or, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so you can get one and you can two. Get one and two you know. at the website, and uh, you know, check it out. And, and even though you've been the most, one of the most frequent guests on whiskey business, here's the sweet part as we close for this evening. I got about a half a dozen other questions that I did not ask tonight that I'm just going to keep that I've locked in my head for the next uh, time. Yes, I see. Man. So, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. uh, if box. you got something to push, all right, fine. But I got more questions for Jesse Hubbard in an episode to come. 
beautiful. I love yeah. it. Yeah, right. I love it, man. All right. Halloween's less than 100 <laughs> days away. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, the guest bottle. Where was it? Wow, this was, this, we didn't even talk about it. This was one of the, uh, the most nice. tastiest ryes I've it's ever really had. It's a nice. beautiful rye. It's a beautiful rye. I wanted to say this, but I, I forgot to because we started talking about Fog Hat and other craziness. But <laughs> I know this is the small batch. Willet Will it in general, it, they got me in the rye to begin with. Yeah. This is where it all started like a decade ago for me. And then mm-hmm. the small batch is an Ooh. unbelievable treat. Right, right, right. I enjoyed that Sweet, so much. Man, but spicy. Good, good yeah, stuff. Man, they're it's very really nice. Yeah. Great rye, great rye. So that was our guest bottle. We got that mentioned. Uh, I want to thank, of course, a Greg Hansberry on the audio side, as always. Yep. John Whitney on the incredible video side. Look for those Echo Spirits videos of our journey as, as we make our our still-to-be-named bottle of, of whiskey. We've been tossing around some names. Um, well, I have. I, you know, <laughs> I haven't heard anything from these guys yet, but they, they, they pretty much poo-pooed every name I came up with. Like, I'm rooting for no hot, what? No, no hot dog. What? No hot dog. No hot dog. No hot dog. I hate it. What about Greg? <laughs> huh? Greg. Greg, no, 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 no. <laughs> the one I do kind of like, though, I said it, I wrote it jokingly, <laughs> but now that I think about it, is Bastard Son. <laughs> I don't know if they would. Is that is that on, on brand? Uh, I'm not yeah, sure. bastard Echo, son, bastard son. Good to Catholic go up to the voice, bar and say, know. to go up to the bar and say, I like it. I like if, it. If nobody's ever done that before, I like I've like never a, heard of it. But. I like a bastard son, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the, pretty good. But right. we'll see. Dad, <laughs> dude, that ordered like you know, no hot dog, no hot dog. I don't even know what, that, what the hell that's about. <laughs> no hot dog is just crazy enough that it might work. Eh, well, you know, people will be curious and buy it and go. What's, What's the story fun? behind it? You just make pull it out of your ass. He just pulled it out. Of his ass. Ass. He just pulled it out. Of the hot dog pulled yeah. your hot dog. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of, of his best stuff gets pulled out of his anus. It does. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, he's brilliant that way. Yeah. I just say shit. Like I said, I'm here to say dumb shit every once in a while. Thanks, John. Just want to thank you guys for ending the episode with me on it by talking about John Zanus. Thank you guys for that. There's only one way to end the show. We don't talk about my anus. Mom, you listen to this podcast, but stop with a four minutes left. Anybody can leave on a high note. (laughs) That's easy. You like to peak early and gradually decline. All right, this is Whiskey Business. My name is Dino Tripodis. Until the next bottle, see ya. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On PressBox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on Press Box Access.